one, button two. All right. That's a good order to do it in. The uh, other way, no favorite order. And now I need to. Hi, I used to work in IT like ten years ago and wasn't great at it. I am recording. Yay! Also recording. Recording. Now I need to find all the other screens. I am opening Audacity. <laughs> Yay. Audacity. Been here for like, Jane, you've been here for like twenty minutes. <laughs> You know what? We I know it's mainly I blame me. We like chatted the whole time. This is only like the second time that I've done this. <laughs> it's a third. You were on TPK. You were on Dragon Forge. Okay, this on is Shocktober. only the third time. <laughs> <laughs> numbers are hard. Don't worry. We don't need numbers for Dungeons. Yeah. All right, we are we are live people, and I'm. This is only this, the one d four time. Get I've real. done this third. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> I am recording. Hooray. Right. And then I'm going to put it in the member stack. So I listened to the last campaign, but I haven't really looked at my character sheet. So, you know, priorities. <laughs> You're all fired. <laughs> I've looked Listen. at everybody's character sheet. I know how all your characters work. <laughs> the spell thing, Dan. I, I have the benefit of having DM'd most of you, so <laughs> I remember your characters. Uh, yeah, we are we're live. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. How many Hello. people are watching right now? There. I uh, have you retweeted. Want, you want me to actually open that? Nope, that was the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, sure. If you could open it and then capture a stream of you opening it, Dan. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. <laughs> right. I, I gotta remember I can't touch anything on the screen. I've done my duty. My due diligence. Uh yes. yeah. Um someone else will have to tell us how many people are watching. Because <laughs> if I touch anything, all will explode. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the end of the show. I didn't mean like you guys don't have to yeah. like, stop talking or anything. Like I, I can tell everyone how I pulled the closet door off its hinges. Oh, yeah, yeah I saw your tweet. Yeah. <laughs> you just Hulk out? Yeah, I, it's, that's basically the entire story. You know what? Don't mess with Jane, especially if you're furniture. No, so, no. Yeah. The less animated you are, objects. yeah, treat her with respect. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right, Tony. Yeah. Well, uh, Dan, is, totally should I, are we, are we good? Uh, yes, we're good. Uh, five people are listening. Jason Snell has texted me this information because this hoses basically my entire connection. <laughs> Apparently, yes. Um, Hello, five people. Hello, live stream. Thank you for joining us here uh, as we start off another Total Party Kill adventure. We will get started in just a second. In fact, hmm. maybe that second is now. Let me just check in. Uh, Aline, you're recording and good? I I'm recording. Oh. <laughs> Aline, that's the, that's the confidence I like to hear. Yeah. Uh, Dan, you're okay on the technical side. Perhaps your bandwidth is still present. Far you're... as I know. All right. Jane, you're recording and good? I am recording and good. Erica, recording and good? Certainly recording. We'll see how good I am. Yeah. And <laughs> Micah. Listen, I'm feeling good, and I am recording. So oh, there he is. Good. All right. So 
Welcome back to Total Party Kill. Oh, I'm man, bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> bad, Micah. Uh oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have you done? What have you wrought? I'll be quiet, Tony. No, no, I'm waiting. Is everything cool? Yeah, we're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> was that was that real or was that was no, that? No, no, he's just being a That was, was being... record. That was recording. That was a, that was I can't tell. Moment. You you know, I was I was concerned for you. I was like, something has happened. Now I feel really bad. <laughs> I <laughs> from the top, Tony. Guys, do you know how many catastrophes I'm able to run through? I'm right. Something is wrong with Micah. Something's wrong with Micah's dog. I hope they're both okay. Can <laughs> I get there in time? No, I can't. He's <laughs> this is my life. All yeah, right. So that was a deep insight into how I'm doing today. Um, <laughs> welcome back to Total Party Kill. I am your Dungeon Master, Tony Sindelar, and today is a special day. Today is a day where we start a new adventure, but with some uh, returning players. And this is uh, this is kind of strange. Uh, I am. This is a brand new adventure that we're kicking off here. Uh, but I guess I've kind of like usurped Dungeon Mastering abilities from Dan, from Dan Morin. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. Son uh, of a. It was a not so hostile takeover. Yeah, Dan Dan Morin was real busy. He uh, he put a book out. He's got another book that he's working on, and he got married, so he's been busy. So I am running a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, all equally equivalent life accomplishments. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, joining me, um, let's uh, let's let's uh, check in with our our returning. Uh, our returning characters and players first. Uh, first off, it's Erica Ensign. Hi, I am back. I am playing Brildish. I am a, uh, a mountain dwarf and a follower of the goddess Hela. Not a cleric. Wanted to be a cleric. Didn't quite make it, so I'm a, a paladin. And uh, very, very dedicated to the sacred acts uh, of my now deceased clan. Uh, also here, it's Aline Sims. Hello, um, just call me Imra Soliana. I am a wood elf ranger and I'm here with my very, very cool, super helpful pepper, Androdite. He's he's a good boy. Um, and well, uh, so, oh, sorry. I yeah. did not go into the notes far enough. Um, <laughs> and uh, our, our final returning character and player, it's Micah Sargent. It is Micah Sargent, and he's playing Elavor, the half-elf druid, which, by the way, is not a character that you can get from Mordenkrime, what is it, Mordenkrime's tomb? I don't remember. It's the thing that D&D does where you can buy the little figurines and you get to paint them. They don't have a half-elf druid, so I don't have a half-elf druid oh. figurine. Yet. Yet. Do they, do they make a flying octopus one, though? They <laughs> flying octopus. Ugh. Also joining us, and they're gonna. We're, I'm gonna introduce our, our players. We'll meet their characters a little bit later. They're very mysterious for now, uh, but it's uh, it's it's Dan Morin. Tony, you've taken over my show and confined me to this small video box. Help! <laughs> That's what I do. And uh, welcome to uh, this particular adventure, uh, Jane Ritt. Hi, I love to be in this box. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. Me. Each of you are in a small box, and that box is adventure. Um, the box, sorry that we couldn't get bigger boxes. There were budget issues. <laughs> so, uh, 
for uh, folks who followed uh, the Dog and Pony Show adventure, uh, they explored a very deadly house known as Death House. Uh, they explored a very furious forge known as the Forge of Fury. And when we last we saw them, they had solved the mystery of the Forge of Fury. They had done done good things and righted wrongs and killed some Doragar and some orcs and all kinds of stuff. And everything was going great until they camped out one night and the mists rolled in around them. And when they uh, awoke in the next morning, the mists had rolled out and they were not where they had struck camp. This strange phenomenon is something they saw before uh, when they, uh, they first uh, were lost in the mist. They found themselves uh, on the outskirts of a town uh, with a deadly house. And it feels like you may have been returned to similar geography. So, Broldush, Brold, I'm good at talking. I'm great at talking. So, Broldish, Imra, and Elevor, you find yourself, along with Androdite, your, your trusty, uh, I was going to call him Steed, but it's a she. And I, I mean, can you call it Dog Steed? What are, the, what are dog laws? I, I uh, think since dog we, laws. Lost, can. we lost Spurious, she can no longer be a Steed. Yes, Spurious Whisperface uh, was too good a character to live on. He is dead forever now. Canon. <laughs> wow. Canon. <laughs> or um, is he? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Uh, until the listeners write in and <laughs> start a letter writing campaign. Oh man, that letter writing campaign is, is gonna kill. He is super dead. Um, so uh, the three of you plus dog uh, find yourselves uh, in a kind of uh, foggy uh, open field uh, on the edge of a small town that looks familiar to you. It's kind of a sad looking town. Uh, you know, a bunch of kind of stone uh, houses clustered together. Um, there's kind of a stream in the distance. Looks like there's some cliffs above you, uh, but there's still a lot of fog and uh, it's, it's very hazy out. It looks like it's probably afternoon, but you can't even see the sun through the dense fog. You guys, I don't like this. I think we're back in that scary, creepy place. And where's, where's Pony? Okay, so see, last time we were here, we spent three hours looking for a person. That's true. That's true. I was I was kind of getting used to that guy, and I'd really, really gotten used to Pony, and I'm really sad now that we don't have a Pony anymore. So you know what? I cast Find Steed, and suddenly <laughs> we have... <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. I, I got used to having I got used to having Pony around, so now uh, I now have a Pony. And do you, uh, a, do you have Pony Sindelar or just a pony? I have a pony <laughs> that is a celestial pony that understands common that I am naming Pony Sindelarant. Oh, <laughs> I, I was like, I've lost control. Um, I, I, we're, we're like two minutes in. I love this. Yeah, this is all right. Because uh, I was going to tell you, if you tried to summon Pony Sindelar one, uh, you would not be able to, to summon him because you seem to be in some kind of other realm. Uh, but yeah, you have, in fact, now a superior magic pony that kind of <laughs> makes my pony from the last adventure look like garbage. Thanks, <laughs> Dan, for giving me a garbage pony and Erica for one-upping my garbage pony. I'm too sad. I too am sad that we don't have uh, a pony, so I'm going to cast Wild Shape and turn into a pony. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're totally in control so, of this. You're totally um, in control. Let us just recap. I, my uh, pony, my pony. I just want to point out, it's like one of those sturdy sort of like hill ponies. It's like got real, real uh, fuzzy, like long, long hair. Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of pony did you like? Turn an Icelandic into? pony. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. nice. They get gray hair. Mine, mine is a is a mountain pony with strong legs. Mm -hmm. And long fur. 
I don't know enough about horses to know if you're both just making this up. <laughs> I'm making a pony. Micah, 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 let me just. Are you thinking of bears? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> oh, yes, the mountain pony, otherwise known as a bear. Well, he's something has like lots of fur. Uh, My pony so. also has an intelligence of six. Okay. Uh, as opposed to regular ponies. Wow. So let us recap, just because I know a lot has happened. I want to make sure that we're, we, the players and the <laughs> listeners, are all in the same same place here. Uh, oh, we're not. We're definitely not. Imra and Broldish, you are sending in uh, in a small field uh, with a with Elevor, who has taken the shape of a pony, a <laughs> celestial pony who has been summoned, and a dog who is a dog. Yeah, that yes. sounds about right. Uh, where is our dragonborn? Where did Bellman go? Oh, yeah. there is no sight of him. You know, it it does seem like when the uh, when the uh, the the mists sweep in, not everybody gets swept out with them. The mists are very strange and mysterious and unsettling. You know, once again, this this fog has rolled in, it's rolled out, and you find yourself in a landscape that was not here when you went to sleep. Uh, I guess it is. There is some comfort that it is familiar, but it is familiar in that it is the gloomy skies you have does seen it, before. Does it look to be the same? Around? The actual same town as before? Give me a perception check. Oh, yeah, those. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. Dice. I wonder if mountain horses have really good perception. <laughs> Does your perception change when you go into wild shape? No. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I rolled a 12 to perception. Yeah, I got a 10. The... Oh, God. Nope. I'm going to go with a four there. It looks like a town. The place that you were in before also seemed considerably townish. Um, if it is not the same town, it is certainly rather similar. All right. Well, you guys, I don't want to just sit around here. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Um, should I do? I, I think that's. I think that's a Winnie or a whatever of agreement. Um, can I do one more perception check to see if I see Bellman's? footprints mm -hmm. or spurious's footprints i yeah. don't want to spend a ton of time because the the mists are mysterious <laughs> but i do feel like i should look around just a little bit and that's a 21 mm -hmm. uh you uh spend some time looking around um you there are no footprints not even your own <gasps> so that's great um and there, there does look like there is kind of a trail that leads into the town, uh, not too far from you, where from where you are. Which there is some footprints in the mud there, uh, but yeah, it's like you kind of just materialize with most of your campsite and most of the people that were with you, but not all of them uh, here. You know, a, a short walk from this town. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say just because you rolled really great and are looking around, uh, the town it looks like it's probably the exact same town that you you have visited uh, a while back. Okay, um, and I will even say, as you're kind of looking around, you look, you know, you think you can kind of see something like in the fog in the cliffs above the town. It looks like there might be some kind of structure built way up high, uh, kind of on the cliffs above the town. All right, well, I'll share that with um, with Elavor. I don't, I don't know your pony name. I do apologize, Elavor and uh, Broldish. That um, I, I don't think, I don't think our companions are here. I think it's just us. I think this is maybe where the creepy house is. It's either E L O N Y Eloni or it's Ponivore. <laughs> it's mm. Ponivore. Ponivore sounds. It's really totally Ponivore. I don't know. Pon Ponivore still kind of sounds like something somebody who would be playing Counter Strike would yell a lot. <laughs> Ponivore! <laughs> All right, we'll go with Ponivore. <laughs> okay, right. So, um, and also, I think there is a structure on the on the cliffs, but I don't know exactly what it is. 
And so our adventurers head out for the town. Yes. What forces have brought them back here to this cursed land? What sins are they now answering for? Uh, will they ever meet that Bard Spurious again? Tune in to the next exciting questions <laughs> such as these. We're going to play Dungeons and Dragons right now, you jerks. Don't interrupt me when I'm asking questions. <laughs> That's my question time. That's the one dime I get. <laughs> Do you? Mm, apparently not. <laughs> so, um, let me just uh, let me give you a little 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 bit of a little Ooh, bit of a map. taste of a mappity map map. So, um, hours of soothing blackness. Uh, you may need to scroll to the bottom right corner of that map to see uh, the kind of field and stream oh. and little town that you're there. My I God, that chosen, dog is huge. <laughs> I have chosen Androdite to represent the whole group on this I, map. I, 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 yeah, I accept. Okay. Um, <laughs> I accept us, this token. Let us go further uh, into the town map. Ooh. And oh. I will once again put Androdite on the map. You could You're also on the map, puppy. <laughs> you can also theoretically drag your icon from the journal and it will drop your character on the map. Theoretically. So as you uh, wander into town, uh, Elevore, Broldish, and Imra, um, this town, you know, you, it, you, you feel like you've been here before. It's really not great. It's, it's important for me to underscore just kind of how sad this town is. It's a lot of stone buildings, which, you know, that seems pretty nice. It's, you know, a little fancier than, than wood. Uh, but they're all just kind of crowded together and the, the ground around them is all kind of kind of mud and overgrown with weeds and just all the buildings are kind of this gray wet cobblestone crowded together and the windows are all dark and there's nobody on the streets of this town even though it seems like it's you know mid-afternoon city uh, living is depressing it is quiet in a way that is unpleasant mm. so is welcome there, to town yeah is there anything right at the outside of town that looks like an inn or a tavern or, or a store something that would be normal for people to just walk into sure i'm gonna say as you kind of wander down the uh, the street into the center of the town there is that does seem like there's kind of a main intersection here in the center of town and there's one large structure uh that has the distinctive look of a tavern it even has uh it has a a, a, a sign that kind of swings creaks it's a little fully work for you there uh like cre creaks in the breeze uh it looks like the sign has been defaced um, so it's a little hard to tell what the name of this establishment is. Uh, it either is blood, blood of the vine or was blood of the vine. And the, the, the F has been maybe changed to an N or vice versa. So it's either blood of the vine or blood on the vine. I don't know which is worse. Oh, I thought you meant blood on the nine. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I thought you meant flood on the vine. I was very confused. <laughs> Ah. That was uh, left as an exercise to the listener, and that was a mistake by me. <laughs> mm. Okay, uh, um, I'd like yeah. to do a quick perception check and mm -hmm. just see if there's anything. I mean, besides the market lack of people and the general creepiness, is there anything extra creepy or anything about this structure? And that's a twenty-three. Uh, just to study the tavern or to study town. The tavern. Uh, well, it looks like a kind of standard tavern type construction. It does seem weird that there's nobody kind of coming and going, and uh, but it looks like it's open. Um, the, on the map, it looks like there is smoke coming out of the yeah. fire. 
places the chimneys. Is that the case? Yeah. Oh. Sure. So somebody might be home. Do we do we want to go in? I mean, we 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 left uh signs at the previous few taverns uh with pictures of Karak here. Maybe we need to make some bigger signs with development <laughs> <laughs> and spurious. Uh and this would be a place that we could leave them. That's true. I'm cool with going in. Yeah, I'm yes, let's go in. Oh, by the way, I've unponied myself. I was gonna say, do they allow ponies in? We don't serve their kind here. <laughs> I've been unponied. I'll, I'll tie up a uh, pony cinder lard out front. That's never gonna get weird. Less weird for me. To... <laughs> All right. So it turns out when you go into the uh, the tavern in the depressing town, uh, the tavern is also very depressing. Um, it is. You know, you've, you've been to some some nice taverns and some fancy taverns and some seedy taverns and some real low-life taverns. Uh, and this one is just just kind of a sad dive. It's, it's, it's gloomy, even though it's like, it's daylight out, people. What's going on? Um, the ceiling is just surprisingly low. Uh, it's not very well lit. And, you know, as if the tavern wasn't de- depressing enough, the people inside are just some of the most kind of sad soggy looking wretches you've ever seen it seems like whoever lives in this town the official town color is gray why Uh, is everyone soggy uh gray accented with (laughs) tears um so the 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 people like a few people kind of glance up at you as you you make your way into the tavern and then kind of immediately look back at whatever they're drinking um uh because this place is is just it's not great uh it looks like most of the locals are just not looking for uh, anything, uh, anything to do with anybody. Um, There's a barkeep behind the bar. He's polishing glasses. Elavor turns his his uh, his cape. His what? What is that called? Cloak. Cloak. <laughs> yes, thank you. Inside out. Well, so level five. <laughs> so that it's gray instead of green. Okay. Of oh, blending. Ooh, blending in. That's gonna work great until you turn into a pony in front of someone again. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I like that you have a reversible cloak that is good for forests and depressing towns. Depressing towns. You, know, you never know when you're going to run into a de- de- yeah. depressing, soggy town. Guys, I don't know a lot about fashion, but my understanding is depressing towns are in this year. <laughs> uh, so I guess Elevor will walk up to the barkeep um, and say, uh, so uh, what, what's the special today? Uh, so there's kind of a, a short middle-aged guy standing behind the bar. He's a human. He's got kind of poofy red hair. Uh, he could not be less interested in talking to you. Uh, so he kind of kind of looks up from the, the glass he's, he's polishing, and he says, wine. He looks back at the glass. Are we talking red wine, white wine? Red. Ah, my favorite. I will have a glass of red wine, please. He, uh, he, the glass goes behind the, the, the bar. You hear a sound of liquid and he puts a, a glass of red wine uh, on the, uh, on the bar. And how much is that going to run me? Uh, this is the part <laughs> where I look up stuff. Everybody likes this part. Maybe this will get edited out. It's unclear how that works. Uh, what does wine cost? A glass of wine costs one copper piece. Now I'll say it again without singing. Glass of wine costs one cost one copper piece. All right, so I'm going to give him. I'm going to put down one copper piece, and then I'm going to take out 
two more copper pieces from my purse and put those down next to the one copper piece and then slide them across the table to him and see if anything changes about him. He looks at you suspiciously. He also, he picks up one of the coins and looks at it even more suspiciously. Okay, I pick up one of the copper pieces and bite it. And then I put it back down. <laughs> what does he do? Uh, he takes one copper piece off the bar and puts it under the bar. These are for you too, sir. Mm. He turns his back to you and turns back around and there's two more glasses of wine on the bar. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I step up and take a glass of wine and say, Good. thanks, Elibor. That was very kind of you. Anytime. I asked the bar. I asked the bartender. He, he takes the coins off the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I asked the barkeep, "What's the name of this town?" Uh, this is uh, Barovia. Barovia. Have I heard of Barovia? Is uh, that something that somebody told I, us about? I don't know if you have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that we've. Well, actually, no. I actually don't know. Does yeah. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure that we heard about the myths of Barovia. Not the mists, but the <laughs> about it, but we don't know that it's an actual place. Do you, uh, just, uh, I will ask a kind of out of character question here uh, that I'm asking you as players, yeah. not your characters. Uh, do, what do you recall about that horrible, deadly house that you went into? I recall uh, that I let everybody die. Mm-hmm. Check. <laughs> I remember that. Do your name? Do you recall the name of the town that that house was in, or did you ever know the name of the well, town? We never knew the name of the town that we did. Yeah. All right. So far, so good. <laughs> Continuity preserved. Yep. Huh. So. So he's not taking tips, and I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I take it you don't get a lot of visitors, sir. He does not reply. He's polishing furiously. All right. Who else is in this bar? Uh, you look around uh, and most of the people in this bar, on uh, this tavern, are uh, look like they are locals. They seem extremely disinterested in you and are aggressively working to avoid eye contact with you. Um, there's three kind of uh, middle-aged women kind of seated at a table uh, near the door who seem a little bit more upbeat and a little bit more colorfully dressed compared to all the other uh, rather drab individuals. There's also kind of just in the center of the tavern, it seems like a lot of the tables around them are empty. People are giving them a pretty wide berth. There is a strange trio um, seated uh, at, a, at a table together. Um, there's, there's one man who's, he's, he's dressed, uh, in the traditional, uh, garb of the other people in the, in the tavern. He's got kind of, uh, silvery hair and he seems to be incredibly drunk. Whereas the other people in the bar are just drinking, uh, but perhaps more notable than the, uh, the, 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 the drunk guy in the middle of the bar, uh, are the two people, uh, sitting with him. Uh, one is a, a human woman with kind of pale skin, auburn hair, and a large scar across one eye. Um, and she is carrying two swords. You don't see any other obvious people in the uh, in the tavern that are carrying weapons. And perhaps even standing out more than anybody else in the room. It's kind of a wonder that you didn't notice him before. Uh, there is a creature, a, maybe a man, uh, tall, silver skin. Uh, kind of, now that you look at him, green glowing eyes. Um, you didn't notice at first because this creature is wearing kind of a hooded robe. Um, but... They look, um, I mean, not to use this term disparagingly, but rather non-human. And whereas every other creature in this this tavern is human, aside from uh, you folks who just wondered it. 
Are they making eye contact? Uh, let's uh, let me ask them. Hey, Dan. Hey, Jane. Are are, are these creature, creatures making eye contact? Abs. You are currently sitting with a uh, boisterous drunk uh, local. Uh, absolutely. I'm this. I'm very interested in these strangers who have just wandered in. For they do not look like a lot of the other people in this bar. I'm studying them intently. And if I see them looking at me, I, I raise a hand. Uh, Lena looks exasperated by your intention to greet them, <laughs> but probably not surprised at this point. Uh, then, yeah, I, I look to Elevore and kind of, let's go talk to him. I'm down. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to ask the bartender, what are they having? We'll buy them around over there. Oh, oh, oh. He does not even look at you. He just <laughs> says wine. Wine. Mm, okay. Three three more, please. All right. You make your way across uh the, the tavern. Uh the barkeep is not too too many steps behind you with a, a tray of goblets of wine. And the uh the drunk man sitting at the table in the center uh waves you over enthusiastically and says, Come, new friends, meet my new friends. Please sit, drink. Yes, I sit, I drink. please sit, drink. I am Ismark. This is uh, kind of my town now. Uh, this is my friend, uh, Lena de something. Lena do Lena Tenebrew. And this is my other friend. His name is very long. <laughs> Hello, fellow travelers. My name is Kasten Onatar's Crucible. It is a pleasure to meet you. Hi, it's really nice to meet you. My name is Broldish, and this is Elevore, and this is Imra, and we are definitely travelers. With are... wine. <laughs> With wine, yes, well, please. Yeah. Here's some wine. Please, Don't sit. mind if Join I do. Elevore uh, gives a little nod just to them, but he's really focused on the first person whose name he forgets. Can we rewind a little bit to that? I did not say my name. <clears throat> my name? My name is Ismark. You definitely said your name is Mark. Um, so no, 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 no. My name is, is Mark. Got it. I was just wondering about the part where you said this is your town. Could you tell us a little bit more about that, please? My, my dad, my father. He was the, uh, the burgermeister, the mayor. I just want to dungeon master aside here. This adventure requires me to use a word repeatedly that I cannot take seriously. <laughs> that word is Burgermeister. I thought you we're had to all, pronounce it Boigermeister. We're all in this together, people. <laughs> I'm going to say that word. Part of me will die inside, but I'll try not to laugh. <laughs> in return, you will try not to laugh, but you will know that part of me is dying inside. And that is called Dungeons & Dragons, a game we play together with friends. And DMing. I mean, that's, that's the whole point of DMing. Back to Ismark. My father. He was the Burgermeister. He was in charge of this town. And he's dead. And now I must carry on his legacy. So sorry for your loss. Thank you. It's tragic. Did it happen long ago? Is no. Three days. Oh. He's been like this the whole time. It is okay. So you your father drunk? is with the gods now. It's not true. I believe he is it is. He's in my house. His house. He is not at peace. Because none of these people will help me bury him. He, he glares angrily. He's suddenly standing on, on his chair, looking at all the other people in the tavern. They are aggressively avoiding making eye contact with him. 
Now, Ismark, here's the confusing thing. I can't tell if you're still talking about what your dad is doing and you sort of are just narrating that or if what you were just saying is what Ismark did. You are confusing. I am not confusing. I'm drunk. So Ismark stood on the table and glared. Indeed. Okay, because you went from like, he's in my house, he's doing this, and then you said, and he's on the table and he's glaring. So not the father in the house. The father in the house is doing something else. The father is dead. <laughs> Show some respect. I thought you said your dad wasn't dead. No, dead three days. Dead he's three days. He's dead. He isn't at peace. At peace. Ah. Ismark Do people climb, end climb. up at peace where you come from? That's Is, not Ismark our climb. way. Ismark climbs down from the t- from the chair, begins drinking again. It Sit down. You're con- making a scene. Uh, Is my scene to make. Is my town now. Thanks easy, to these people. Easy, nothing. Mark. <laughs> Theologically, it is a confusing place. I have to agree with you. Crucible, do you uh, do you consume liquids? Uh, I do not have to, but I sometimes do. Just are you consuming in. liquids today? Uh, I will take a sip of the wine to be polite because my new friends have bought it for me. Ismark uh, pats you on the back enthusiastically. I... Is that the life. noise that it makes? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yes, I have a pull tab. Mm. <laughs> it's not for the wine. It's actually you. Yep, that's yeah. right. But you, enough about me. Travelers, where do you come from? Why are you here? What have you done to deserve to spend time here in Barovia, the most cursed of lands? Those are really good questions. And I only know the answer to one of them. And I, out of character, can't remember. I have already one. forgotten which one, but tell me the answer. <laughs> which, <laughs> I don't remember which village we came, we were, we were leaving when we set off on our little trek. You were, you were last in the forgotten realms, I believe. Yeah. But I was I, like, I would just say we were in whatever the name of the town is. Corpus Ismark, does it matter where they came from? They're trapped here now. Like the rest of us is good point. Tra- sorry. Trapped, trapped. What's yeah, trapped. Uh, can you- no one leaves Barovia. This is where you die. Well, hey, we were to be the bearer of bad news. What do you mean trapped? Can you, can, I'm sorry. I've, maybe we could have like a side conversation because every time Ismark gets involved, it gets very confusing. What, what about, what is this about being trapped? Ismark is standing on his chair yelling at the rafters. Oh my God. Well, while he yells at the rafters, yes. could you fill us in please? Well, you are in Barovia and uh, that's what the situation is going to be from here on out. Perhaps you have heard of Barovia where you come from. No. Only, I, only as myths, not as something that actually exists. Well, I too did not believe in it, but I was always really interested to find it because it is supposedly full of things that you cannot find anywhere else. So I guess it was serendipity or perhaps luck that found me here, but I am very excited to explore this strange realm. And uh, being trapped here, well, I think of it more as an opportunity. Well, Crucible, I got to tell you, uh, that red wine, I've found it at many other places. I don't think you have to just be here to find it. It is an excellent vintage. I think I don't drink a lot of wine. He's wrong. (laughs) Lena, like, reaches across and takes Crucible's wine and, like, slides it back over to herself (laughs) and replaces the glass. (laughs) He does not notice. (laughs) So you are not from here? I am not no. originally from here. No, uh, I come from a land named Eberron, but it is far, far away. And like, it sounds like you, 
I did not come here by choice, uh, but simply found myself here. How long ago? I've been in Barovia, not the town. This is a little confusing. The town has the same name as the realm, which is also Ismark jumps back Barovia. in. Some people, we call this place Little Barovia to distinguish itself <laughs> from the land of Barovia. Big Barovia, if you will, is uh, so nice they named it twice. Little Barovia. Indeed. It is not nice. I have been in the realm of Barovia, or Big Barovia, as they call it, for two weeks now but only in Little Barovia for about a week to 10 days. So Poppy Ismark is the Burgermeister of Big Barovia or Little Barovia? Little Barovia. Gotcha. Was. Was. No longer. You are now the Burgermeister. So be it. And you need help with your deceased father? I need to bury him. He's standing on a chair. What do you think? I need to bury him. He he says he's hopping I mean, I down for the stick. Yeah, where we come from, burying people is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, obviously, this place is very different. So, does it take more than just you know the usual? Yeah. What's your burial process? Burying. We. Sh- I. I must. I must have friends, people I can trust, who will help me transport his body from his home to the church. There, we will pray over him for the night. And in the dawn, we will bury him at first light. I wonder why Ismark doesn't have any friends. (laughs) Elevor whispers. Because they're all cowards! He knocks a chair over. I've been sitting with him for five minutes. I think I get the idea. (laughs) (laughs) I have volunteered to help bury, but I am told that one person is simply not enough. You are good. You are good, Silverman, but we need more. Cowards. What do you mean? Is it's it dangerous Silverman. to carry a body or are they just afraid of the body? What's the deal with the cowards thing? They want nothing to do with my family. Was Why did your family burgers? do to them? I don't like to talk about it. You should definitely talk about it because otherwise, you know, you talked about how you need friends who you can trust. So it's kind of like a two-way street. I don't know if they have those here in Barovia. All streets in Barovia are two ways. <laughs> okay, so you In it. Little Barovia. I cannot speak for Big Barovia. So you you get the, the principle there. Let's have some trust. Not really. You have streets that only go one way in your land. That makes no sense. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not the point. The point <laughs> is, I need, if, if we want to establish some trust here, then I need to hear a little bit. We need to hear a little bit about your family. Why do people not want to have anything to do with your family? My family, he gets very quiet and he, he, he looks around suspiciously. Oh, he, he's, he's whispering now. Okay, well, My family you- is beset by dark forces. We may be cursed. And if people move the body, then we could also be cursed? That is what they are afraid of. I assure you, you are in no danger, other than your mortal danger for being in Barovia, big Barovia in general. I'm so, pretty confident that Halo would protect us if we were to, to help this guy out. I am sorry, who is that? Halo, Halo Blood Axe. Oh. I am not familiar with her work. Tangent for like five minutes talking about how great Crucible is very interested. You see you see them leaning in and really absorbing everything you have to say about Hala. This is fascinating. I have I'm not yes. familiar with this deity. Warrior maidens. I wanted to be a cleric. It was my only only wish. I, I am a cleric. <gasps> oh, I'm so jealous. There's so much you could teach me. Lena stabs a dagger into the table. <laughs> 
I thought you were going to say into Crucible's leg. You just not <laughs> feel I, I, was, I, was, I was concerned that it was going to be his mark. Continue. So, and says, are we going to bury this man's father or not? Let's bury the Burgermeister. <laughs> Title. Sorry. <laughs> Sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the beginning of the musical interlude. Dun, 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 dun. Let's bury the Burgermeister. <laughs> so, Lena, where do you come from if you're not from here? I'm from here. Well, from not here. not little Barovia. Of course uh, not. Yeah, no. Big but, Barovia. Big, big Barovia. Large town. We don't have to get into it. Okay. All right. Well, how did you end up here in Little Barovia then? I go from place to place, find ways to make myself useful. She is very good with those swords. Yes. That's why I have them. So did you know about Little Barovia before you got stuck here? Being that you're from Big Barovia? Oh, no. Um, You're stuck in Big Barovia. Little Barovia, you can leave. You are probably going to get murdered by brigands or worse on the road between the cities. But, probably uh, worse, says Ismark. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. Very positive. Cool, 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 cool. Mm. Stick with me. You'll be positive too. Lena mm. is an excellent tour guide. Oh, nice. She drains her wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so well, let's do this or yeah be- I, I feel like- mark says is is now good no time well, like the present all right is mark gets up falls over the table and gets up again um <laughs> here let he, me help you i helped him i help him okay you help him uh to the door and out into the street of barovia um little barovia little barovia um is mark kind of uh uh somewhat out of it points points you in the direction uh straight south uh and clear kind of there's a, a little bit of a rise uh there's clearly one house far bigger than all the others here in the town of barovia on the southern edge of town it looks like yeah you could call it a mansion uh a large house uh stands on the uh, on the edge uh it's worth noting just to describe you know barovia it's i don't know 40 or 50 little stone houses and, and shops all kind of cramped together um there's no wall or natural boundary around uh barovia there's just these houses packed together with little streets between them and then there's just kind of like open countryside uh for a ways and then there's the woods that surround uh this area so so he points you south uh aren't you coming yep oh yeah he's with you he's he is literally being supported i'm I'm helping him here i'll I'll, I'll he can lean on pony okay uh, I'm going to move. So you're going to stagger it south. Uh, I will tell you, uh, you pass your, the, the main street here in uh, Little Barovia. Uh, you've been on this street before, and you pass a familiar looking house uh, that you spent you spend some time in. You, we oh give it a God. wide berth. Yeah, that's that's good. Stay on the other side of the street from that house. So, yeah, you know. You guys, that's that house that we were mm, at. Think about it. Ismark says, oh, that's a bad house. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you have been here before. And we left. Well, then. Is not, that's not us. possible. You probably had a dream. I mean, maybe, yeah. Okay, see, I don't believe in those kinds of uh, narratives. Well, maybe this is dream or nightmare. So, sort of feeling like a nightmare so far, yeah. Yeah, is my life. I'm sorry that you live in a nightmare. Yeah. 
What are you going to do? Bury the bird. Wake up, I hope. Yeah. Uh, you can see the uh, the fog is starting to burn off uh, a little bit. And uh, I think probably any of you who looked up would notice that uh, to the north, uh, there's a large mountain kind of cliffs that uh, loom over the village of Little Barovia. And on those cliffs is a rather intimidating Gothic castle, bigger than any you've ever seen, uh, kind of silhouetted by the light, uh, just kind of jutting and its, its shadow kind of falls over the valley and falls over Barovia itself. But you make your way, not worrying about that for now. Surely that won't come into play ever. Uh, you make your way south to the Burgermeister's Mansion. Said it again. Uh, the Burgermeister's Mansion, it's kind of a sad-looking structure. Probably it was kind of fancy at one point, but it is not doing great. It's kind of squat. There's a kind of a rusting iron fence built around it, uh, but the, the gates are twisted off and torn away. Um, the, uh, the house not doing so great. Lots of weeds choking the grounds. Um, a lot, basically every window that you can see on the front of the house is, uh, has no glass in it. They're boarded up at this point. Uh, and there's, there's a bunch of kind of large black soot stained marks on the front of the house that look like perhaps, uh, some kind of fires were started at some point. The, the structure itself looks sound, uh, but you know that the whole no no glass in any of the windows is kind of kind of takes away from the majesty uh, of the mansion. Um, Ismark kind of stumbles, still propped up by uh, um, Roldish, uh, points you you head up the front steps, uh, and where there would be a front door are a bunch of planks that have been kind of nailed in place. Wait, they're uh, nailed in place so you can't get in the front door. It looks like it would be hard to uh, to get in the front door because there is no front door. There is a hole where doors would be traditionally placed. Maybe this is traditional Barovian culture. We don't know yet. It's not. You saw lots of other doors. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm from here. I'm, I don't think that this is on the up and up. Uh, in Mark. Is, is Mark. Mark. Yeah, tell us about what's going on here. Uh, can you let us in? Yes. Uh, Ismark uh, kind of stumbles away from you, um, uh, Broldish, and he stumbles over to the uh, um, to the uh, uh, to the boarded up uh, doorway and begins banging on the door. Sister, sister, it's me. Is Ismark? Let me in. And a few moments pass, and you hear the sound of somebody with a crowbar uh, prying back some of the uh, the boards uh, from the doorway. Very inefficient. Is this how you always come and go from your house, sir? Only these last last few days. And I have not been home much. Why? I have been at the the tavern. No, why have you done this to your house for the last few days? It's just well, very once, once the door goes torn off, it did not seem like there was a choice, really. Sorry, tor the torn off. Mm. What? What? Put it back on? Tore your door off? The devil himself. Well, the servants of the devil himself. The Fascinating. devil. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm going to go. As I said, there is a curse on my family. This is why the cowards, they would not come. Come on, come inside. How How, how is, em or not Ember, how is Androdite doing right now? Because like her passive perception is really good. So if I just kind of glance at her... Mm -hmm. What do I notice? 
Uh, I would say that Androdite is on edge. Aren't we all? I don't want to go in this house. I know what happens when you go in houses in this place. Mm. Honestly, I don't know that I would if I hear that some horrible thing tore the front door off. I don't think. Um, a, uh, a, a, a young, uh, uh, a young woman uh, has has uh, finished uh, prying open uh, enough of the uh, the boards that you know probably a medium sized creature could squeeze through and pokes her head out uh, to look at Ismark. She kind of shakes her head, wait, waves Ismark and I guess all of you into the house. Should you sh- so Crucible will gladly house. walk in the house, crouching down since yes. they are very. You have tall. to kind of you have to both crouch and climb over uh, some boards to get. Uh, into the house you're in what remains of a fancy foyer except now it's you know what is where does a foyer start and a hovel end uh this is where you are now that's the answer to that riddle that was not, not much of a riddle um, yeah it turns out there's the, you know there's a lot of broken glass and smashed furniture inside the house um uh crucible just looking around uh, off to your left, it looks like uh, probably there was some kind of nice uh, sitting parlor at one point. Um, and the, uh, the the kind of notable uh, occupant of the sitting parlor is, um, it looks like probably it started life as a, uh, a bureau, uh, but it has been turned into a coffin. And there is a an older man or the, the body of an older man uh, kind of uh, lying peacefully. Uh, someone has placed a bunch of flowers around his body. Uh, the young uh, woman kind of waves at you. Crucible? Yes? Cru- Crucible, uh, d- how's it looking in there? Uh, there is Ismark's father. He is dead. But otherwise, it seems like a reasonable house. Any bad juju? <laughs> uh, I will make a perception check. For juju, thank you. Uh, Twelve. Uh, I'm going to say that, you know, uh, Crucible, you've been in Barovia for a couple weeks. Um, this feels normal. Everything seems okay here. The young woman uh, kind of uh, holds out her hand to you, Crucible, and says, uh, hello, I'm Irina. Um, I'm sorry for my brother. Hello, Irina. I am Castanonatar's Crucible. I am very sorry for your loss. Can I do a little huddle with yes, absolutely uh, and Broldish? Crucible, you if you want to step back outside the house and, and join the huddle. Uh Ismark is attempting to climb over and under the boards uh to get into the house, and he did not do it right. It's gonna take him a little while. Just before I leave, uh, I would like to do a quick medicine check on Ismark's father to see if I can determine anything about how he died. Mm-hmm. And, and really quick, like metagaming, I want to do that while he's doing. I don't want him to be in the. I want it to just be the original. Let's be in the huddle. Yeah, Lena's gone inside too. She's not <laughs> phased by this stuff. Uh, I got a twelve <laughs> medicine check. All right. Good, so, but... uh, Crucible, you got to tell me here: Are you going outside, or are you going it further into the house? To I guess I'm. Body? I'm. They're going... kind of in opposite directions, right? I, I guess I'm going further into the house to inspect the body. All right. You head into the little side room parlor. Uh, again, lots of smashed furniture. Uh, some kind of makeshift coffin with a uh, an uh, older man. Um, he. There do not seem to be any kind of obvious signs of death. He does not seem to have to be uh, have any si- obvious signs of uh, you know trauma or stabbings or anything like that. Um, you know, he's, but he does, he is quite dead. Quite dead. Tickle him. Well, you know, several days dead. See if he's faking. Tickle him. That's my memoir. Several days dead. (laughs) 
Okay, so uh, all right, so uh, let me let's just there's a bunch of you doing different things, so let me just check in. So, Elevar, you are hesitant to go into the horrible mansion that has no doors or windows and everything is boarded up and awful, and there's a corpse in the front room. What's wrong with that? Is uh, Elevar, you're hanging back, you're assessing the situation. Mm-hmm. Is anyone else hanging back with Elevar? I was this has been a weird day, and you're only like 45 minutes into it, so you know, no rush. I was going to walk walk right in, but then I kind of glanced back and I saw that Elevore was was I'm hanging back. So I, yeah, if you wave me over, then I will I will come huddle. All right, yeah. uh, Imra, what are you up to? I'm also hanging back. I I remember. Okay. This place. <laughs> uh, let me just uh, check in with Jane. The Lena Dulipa. You uh, so, uh, you went in. Yeah, L- Lena went in, um, and I think. Um, contemporaneous with the huddle outside. Um, she has some questions for Irina, but we can wait. Okay. Uh, let's do the huddle first, and then we'll check in. You and, and, and Irina can chat while that huddle's happening. So, uh, uh, pony huddle, what's going on? Yeah, the pony huddle. El- Elevar, Imra, and Broldish, uh, you have inconspicuously stepped aside just to have a chat. You know, you're new in town. No one's going to, you know, people are used to maybe you taking a moment. Uh, feel free to chat in or out of character about what's going on. So here's what Elevore says. Okay, so obviously I'm curious, I'm interested, but I feel like every time we've asked any questions at all, we get one word responses and no one has told us anything other than like a sentence at most. Oh, the devil came and tore this door off. All I want is to know what the heck is going on here. And I feel like I don't wanna go inside of there without a little bit more of the story. And so that's why I'm not ready to go inside those doors yet, because no one is telling us anything that we actually want to know other than one or two words at a time. So me, Elevore, how I feel right now is a little bit nervous about putting myself and frankly, you all at risk. We, like, we're, we're a group, we're, we're a gang, we stuck together, we've done this, and I don't feel good about us all going in there when we don't know what the heck is going on. And maybe those other two, because they're from Big Barovia, the big BB, that's great. But I don't know. That's just how I'm feeling. And I'm, I want to know how you two are feeling because I'm just a little sketched out right now. I pull the creepy bat, creepy doll out of my bag that I picked up in the death house and be like, I remember this place and <laughs> I don't want to be here. But I don't know what to do. When we tried to escape last time, we couldn't. Uh, we left in the mist, and I don't, I don't I know don't what know that, how that happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, guys. So I kind of, I kind of feel like we're not going to get answers from people on our own. So maybe the thing to do is to try to befriend people here and see what we can figure out. That metal guy with the cool eyes is pretty nice. Super nice. And also seems to know a thing or two about Barovia. And I have a feeling that the other one does as well. If we can get past that. She's actually from here. So maybe a good exterior. Yeah. And she's, she's more talkative than like the bartender was. So true. You know, mostly it's just, uh, Old Steely Dan or whatever his name is. Italy is Dan. What is his name? Oh. Ismar! He yells Ismark from the t- tangle of planks that he's currently wrapped up in. Steely Dan is my character. 
<laughs> I uh. I just maybe maybe Ismark just really rattled me, and that's why I'm uh, so hesitant. But I'm sorry, my father is dead. I'm a having a moment. I don't understand why he can hear everything I'm saying. <laughs> We do not respect huddles here in Barovia. It's a cursed land. Do you also have bat ears? <laughs> do, do not joke about that. Is is unlucky. Oh I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go help Ismark. Like, I can't watch this anymore. I'll be right um, back. You can talk amongst yourselves, but I can't. I can't watch the struggle anymore. You are too kind, he says, with, from underneath a plank. <laughs> I've never hated anyone more. <laughs> You don't like any The campaign either. is young. Not even Spurry's whisper. Whisper Spurious and I ended up becoming step. friends in the end, but this <laughs> character true. and I will maybe, never get along. Maybe, maybe, maybe you will. Maybe you'll be best buds by the end of the day. It's possible. If he sobers up, maybe, and stops listening to every single f- flipping thing I say. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's pretty rude. But you know, drunk is, is Mark Ismark whispers to you, uh, Imra. I am just so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Right, I think we should I think we should help him bury his father cuz that just seems like an awful thing. I had to bury my entire clan, so I feel like I had nobody to help me. I want to pay it forward, I guess, sort of, and and help him. I think that's that's an important thing to me personally. And you two are very important to me, and so I will come along with with the two of you and and I like I trust you. I trust your judgment on this and <laughs> Oh, don't do that. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt to make a few new friends who know what the heck is, who know a little bit more about what the heck is going on around here, for sure. Mm-hmm. As long as I don't have to talk to Ismark. Uh, meanwhile, inside the, uh, the mansion, uh, Crucible is inspecting the body and just checking up on it, you know, relatively in, in, a, in a respectful, inconspicuous way. Uh, Ismark is tangled up in some planks, and uh, <laughs> Lena, you have a, a moment uh, um, to chat with uh, Irina, if you so choose. Yeah. So she um, says, uh, Irina, my associates and I, we, we want to do what your father has asked, but, or what your brother has asked, but um, in order to make the journey safely, we need to know more about uh, what befell him and what may befall us if we attempt this journey. Uh, there seems to be the, the, the villagers, the, the people of Barovia, they say there is there is a curse upon upon our family for weeks the the devil they speak of his his forces wolves great wolves bigger than you have ever seen and and other other things that walked like men but were not men they came to this house night after night and and laid siege to it and my family we we up all night we are keeping the house safe and and sleep all day, and the, the stress, it, it finally gets to, to my father, and he, he is no more. His heart yeah. could not take it. Weeks of this onslaught. So, so looking around, does it look like the damage to the house was done by wolves? Was done by humanoids? Uh, that seems ha- challenging to figure out. Give me some kind of check. Um... In ve- uh, perception, uh, investigation. It's not dungeon. Yeah. I would say investigation seems reasonable, okay. right? Yep. That seems like you want to investigate. Uh, 17. 
Uh, you know, I would say there it's it's pretty kind of wanton destruction, lots of property damage. It does not seem very strategic. Things just seem kind of trashed. Um, it seems possible that wolves could have done that. Uh, it also seems unlikely that, I mean, wolves are not known for breaking and entering. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean... I, I don't. It's Barovia, guys. I want. I just want to be really clear here about what I'm talking about. Are, wolves are in D and D context. I'm not giving you real life wolf ex- advice. <laughs> Please do not use this advice in a wolf based situation. <laughs> wolves never break it. Oh god! <laughs> Lock your doors, people. Is what I'm saying. There could be wolves everywhere. Um, so, and do you have a carriage or horses that we could use to make the journey? We do not. It is the uh, the, the 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 church is just on the the north side of town, uh, but we would need at least at least six people to carry to, to carry the coffin. It's just a simple coffin. I made it myself. It used to be a bureau. Yes, yes, we, we can see that. Yes. Oh. Crucible chimes in, and the workmanship is wonderful. It's not. <laughs> so, so it's in town. You just need us to carry his body. Yes, I could town. not. I could not do it myself. And Ismark has been too drunk and no one else will help us. Oh, she like goes to the door and like looks out at the, you know, assembled people. And it's like the, the church where they're carrying the body is in town. We just have to carry it across town. Ismark says, yes, that? the town of Barovia, little Barovia. I do not ask you to carry a body across big Barovia. We have a pony and a mastiff. We could just uh, hook up. Uh, a... la la. And anything that you want me to be behind, you know, with a, I don't remember what the word is for those things where you just like slide it under and there's like, it comes to a point. So it drags really nicely without having to have wheels. Dragging thing. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember that either. <laughs> like a sled. <laughs> TR a something. Sledge. Sled. That works too. A trestle. Rosebud. <laughs> transom. A transom. No. Trissom. Trissom. <laughs> This, a ransom? This, this game is terrible. Never mind. <laughs> I will not pay your ransom. <laughs> Irina, do you oh. think that now that your father is gone, I ha, has the attacking continued since his death? No, it stopped with his death. I do not know why. It is very strange. So you should be safe now. My brother does not think so. He wants he wants me to leave. You have a brother too? My Sorry, brother is Mark. <laughs> Oh, that you're the sister. I wasn't actually listening. To, I wasn't talking to you, so just pretend I didn't say that. He is he is new, I take it. <laughs> He's an outsider. Just crossed the mists. Uh, Poor lad. Uh, you can see he is he will not make it for more than three days. <laughs> wow. I like that she's a realist. Yeah. I hope his death is quick. He does not seem like a bad person. <laughs> Oof. Yes, my, okay, we'll my brother my, bro- my brother wants me to leave, but I do not know. This is Little Barovia. Little Barovia is all I know. Where does he want you to go that would be safer? Somewhere further from the devil's shadow. Mm, can't that fold him like that. A, a local mountain or something? Are you... Are you sorry, I was going to ask you if you're... Is Bruldish actually asking that? Yeah, but I've like poked my head sort of... <laughs> or because Lena, Lena shouted out, so I came over. Yeah, so, so I'm not inside, but like I'm speaking. Oh. The <laughs> devil is what they call the person who rules Big Barovia. He lives in the castle. Oh. Perhaps you saw it up on the hill. It's very impressive. 
uh, Irina looks very frustrated that you're talking openly about this and you know you can tell she is trying to look in any direction except up up the up the mountain at they the, don't at the like to talk about it gothic cathedral that's built oh. there. or not cathedral sorry castle well should we just help help them and then we can be on our way that is a good question and perhaps a question that we should end with. Should we just help these people and be on our way? Is this one of those adventures that you really just wrap up with just, you know, one burial? But we all know how funerals uh, lead to one funeral next to, you know, four weddings. Things get really out of hand. Should we just help these people and be on our way? To the answer to that question, tune in next time to Dungeons and Dragons here on Total Party Kill. Uh, it's been approximately an hour, right? Yes. 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 All right. Live stream. We are going to take a five or 10 minute break and hydrate and whatnot. And then we will return and play approximately another hour of Dungeons and Dragons. Does anyone know how many people are actually watching on the live stream yes, right now? 412. That. That's too that's many. Not, 33. That's 33 is the actual answer. Hey. Hello, 33 people. I was also just informed that the word we were looking for was a, uh, I don't know, it's in French, it would be a travois, T-R-A-V-O-I-S. That's it. Uh, so you were the other person on that text message. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> uh, our friend, our one of our friends, Brian, not Brian Hamilton, texted us to let us Hi, know. Brian. Hi, Brian. Okay. I just want you guys all to know, he texted me to let me know that a steed is just for horses about an hour ago. <laughs> Who is this magical Brian? That's not true. This is this was uh, this was the you best man at you my know what, wedding. Erica, he doesn't have your phone number. Don't start with him. Would <laughs> like, you like to read the spell text? I've got it right here. No, no. I think he. I think his. He texted me. Steed just refers to stores as when I referred to Androidite as a steed. I'm the one that is in no, the wrong. Fact, guess what else correct. you can conjure with fine steed? A dog. A dog. Well. A unicorn. A Ooh, that means Ooh. no, but a mastiff is is included. That's the only kind of dog, though. Uh, is everyone doing okay so far? I'm gonna yeah. step away for like two seconds. All right, yeah, let us go, go do water. stuff, and then we'll we'll regroup. Live stream will be right back in five minutes. We promise. We love our listeners. We shall return after these commercial messages. Someday I'll figure out how to put a thing in. Sorry, live stream.
This is the exciting part of Total Party Kill. So I'm reading through the chat and seeing people say that they would like to see Jason Snell DM. And I think that would be pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. I like that people have now moved on to saying Jason should be a DM instead of me. <laughs> you would be a if that. great DM. Well, I have, well, I have are a great person, DM. But I, like, I'd have to learn a lot of technical stuff, which I just, I ain't got time for that. It's not that bad. Okay, so now that I have um, Dan, now that you're here, because yep. I know you'll probably know the answer. What's up? Um, so with Emra, with level five, I now have two attacks per action. Yes. Is that in addition to Androdite being able to take a separate action, or is that would um, Androdite? like biting use one of those actions so i can't remember how it's phrased but i will check for you uh so the extra attack is part of the attack action so you're not actually taking two actions you're taking one action that includes two attacks okay so i'm hitting twice or shooting two arrows or exactly. uh, it's, okay. it's all part of the same action it's not like a bonus action or a separate action to do that okay um and i don't remember if using androdite uh requires a uh, a separate um, action for you to do. I let me see. Or did you use your or did Android yes. basically so, use your action? Was that how uh, it worked? Once you have okay, so according to this, once it says specifically, if you look in D and D Beyond for where it has Androidite stat block, mm -hmm. you can see the Ranger's companion action or thing feature. And it says you can you once you have the extra attack feature, you can make one weapon attack yourself when you command the beast to oh, take yep. the attack okay. action. So you're using your action to have Androidite take the attack, but part of that is you get to hit once yourself. Okay. So you can either shoot two arrows yourself or Androidite can make one attack and you can make one attack. Okay. 
Thank you. No problem. How does that work for Pony? Like if Pony was going to attack, I assume Just, that does not work the same because... It's different because that's specifically for something that's a, rain, a ranger's companion. Gotcha. Um, I will... Let me look at the uh, bullish... Yeah, it says it says you have an instinctive bond with it that allows you to fight as a seamless unit. While mounted on your steed, you can make any spell you cast that targets only you also target your steed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so basically, yeah, I, think, I mean, usually you will be working in harmony as opposed to Imra and Androdite might be like sort of tag teaming. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, yeah, and we can communicate telepathically. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I almost, we're, as long as we're within a mile of each other. I almost took like talk with talks with animals as my fourth spell, but I was like, well, Elevore has that. So mm, true. But I'm kind of sad that I didn't. Are we assembled? I think Indeed. so. We are the Avengers. Woo. Yeah. Get vengeance on that stupid death house. <laughs> I would don't do not go back to that house. <laughs> that re- I'll really derail this campaign. Guys, let's go to the house. I think my instructions in the adventure as written are just to run that campaign again. <laughs> I mean, tec- I mean, look on the bright side. You're technically uh, higher level, and you would know not to pick up that stupid orb this time. <laughs> listen. Why or, listen to that adventure? <laughs> listen. I If it's an orb, I can't not touch. You know what? Be, you be you, but also you're going to die. No orb or bed uh, I cannot touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what um, we say about you, yes. <laughs> That's on my business card. Oh, gosh. <laughs> my fantasy business card. Um, let me just switch it to two. Okay. I'm just looking for something here. All right. Are we we're otherwise ready to go? Yeah. Yep. All right. Still Everyone's recording. recording. Live stream still yep. streaming. Yep. Streaming. Live stream. Will Will Wagner's right. wondering where we all went. We're back. We we <laughs> Will Wagner. Sometimes we have to take a break, and that's what we did. And we said we were gonna do that. I so this is on you, Will Verity cup. You didn't see me climb mm. through these like lamps, like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Because I'm trying to make Very my cool. space less yellow, but I mm. just made it more yellow. <laughs> uh, interior design is fun. Uh, <laughs> it's my passion. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will get started in just a moment. I will do a welcome to the adventure and ask some questions as I am wont to do. We will do the adventure's roll call where I will introduce all of you and you'll quickly just say your like character name and class. Um, yeah, everyone good? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I'm your dungeon master, Tony Sindelar, uh, here leading a new adventure as our characters. Uh, you've met some of them before. You met some of them briefly last time. Continue to explore the horrible land of Barovia. Why, oh why, are our characters back in Barovia? Is this Tony's fault because he's running the adventure now or Dan's fault because he set this up before he left? Hard to say. Will burying the body of the re- recently deceased Burgermeister be as easy as it seems, or are more sinister happenings afoot? For answers to questions such as these, let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Adventures roll call. Let us quickly meet our players and characters. Uh, starting from the city that I'm in, roughly, 
uh, Boston, Massachusetts, the Athens of America. Sorry, Athens, Georgia. It's Dan Morin. Hi, I'm playing a Warforged cleric named Cast in Onatar's Crucible, or Crucible for short. Uh, also, not too far away, it's Jane Ritt. Hi, I am a human rogue named Lena Dulina. From sunny California, it's Micah Sargent. Hi, I am Elavor, the half-elf druid. From the Pacific Northwest, basically the Barovia of America, it's Aline Sims. <laughs> That's definitely what they say about us here in Seattle. I am playing Imra Soliana, a wood elf ranger, and also Androdite, her mastiff companion. Mm-hmm. And from Edmonton, the Barovia of Canada, conveniently, it's Erica Ensign. We actually get more sun than, like, Miami, I think. I don't know anything about Canada. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin uh, who has a celestial pony named Pony Cindelart. That's what I get for Reading an Adventure for these nerds. So, um, last time you had found yourself stuck in Barovia, uh, little Barovia, uh, also big Barovia, um, and you spent, you wasted little time making some new friends and acquaintances. Um, you have befriended, be, be acquaintanced, bequaintanced, um, Ismark Kolyana, the uh, son of the Burgermeister, which is the ridiculous old-timey European name for a mayor. He is sad because his dad is dead and he needs people to help him bury his father. Uh, And you seem to at least have someone agreed to help with that. So we join our group. uh, I guess some of you are in the foyer and some of you are on the steps outside the Burgermeister's mansion, which is lies in ruins. Uh, uh, Ismark Kolyana is here. His sister, Irina Kolyana is here. The father, their their father, uh, the burgermeister, his body is here since he has been dead three days. Uh, can I help start helping take down the boards on the door? Because we're going to need to get them out of the way in order to get a very out. logistics. Indeed, you know it, I will tell you that is for a level five adventure such as yourself with the help of a pry bar, uh, that is a trivial task. And you set about doing that. You make quick work of it. All right. I'm going to make sure there aren't any like rumples in the carpet. So we don't have one of those horribly hokey things where we drop the coffin and the person spills out. So I'm just sort of smoothing out the carpet runners. You smooth out the carpet runners in this house that has been tormented by forces of the devil himself and is littered with broken furniture and broken glass and all kinds of stuff. But the carpet is solid. Safety first. And can I also use like some of this wood and maybe some other broken furniture and my Smith's tools to put together uh, a trevois to be able to drag the uh, the coffin so we don't actually have to physically carry it this whole way? Can you explain to your listeners and your dungeon master what that means? <laughs> okay. That, well, that word. <laughs> all right. So a, a trevois is... Uh, just uh, hold on. Do they have a French accent in Barovia? I don't know if this is canon. <laughs> Uh, but like the most basic version would be sort of taking two like long sturdy sticks or logs and tying them together at uh, at one end so it makes sort of a v okay and then tying each of the the wide ends of the v to uh, a harness or something on the pony so okay have to so you're basically making kind of a sled you can drag the coffin in yes. instead of having so to carry of, it through yeah, the so streets kind of, of little barovia 
a point. So rather than dragging a giant bureau down the street, that's just like <laughs> over everything. There's, there's really one point of contact with yeah. the ground. So yeah. it makes like a I, divot. I would, I would also, just, I'll point out it is also, it's pretty much a straight shot, you know, the, the, the Burgermeister's mansion is on the south side of town. The church is on the north side of town. But Barovia is a very small village. You basically head north to the town center and then take another path north from that. And, you know, the streets in Little Barovia are relatively wide, canonically two ways. Uh, also, very little <laughs> traffic in Barovia. Come to Barovia. The property values are abysmal. There is no traffic. Everyone lives under some horrible curse. So uh, uh, Crucible I, I, has uh, uh, some Smith's tools. Uh, which, in fact, as he goes over to Broldish, who is working on the Travois, he sort of does this, like, you know, thing. And, he, you know, his arm almost, like, goes, like, retracts. And then, like, he produces Smith's tools from it. And he's, perhaps I could be of some service. I am a yeah. servant of Onatar, the god of the forge. Smithing is my specialty. Oh, my goodness. You're really cool, buddy. Thank you. That's right. very kind of you to say. So yeah. Broldish and Citadel, uh, not Citadel, sorry. Uh, yeah, Broldish and that could be your brother. Uh, Broldish and <laughs> I never uh, die. <laughs> Crucible um, are working on building a Trebois. Yeah, let's say yes. Uh, let me just ask a question. Uh, I took high school French. Should the words say sound like I'm asking a question? Trebois. <laughs> yeah, that's a French accent. <laughs> okay. There you go. Um, if is you want to be American, you can say Travoy. <laughs> Oh, hey, I'm trapoising here. Uh, Traveler. <laughs> I would like to uh, the Imra, first got, sorry. Use of rope is episode two. Mm. <laughs> sure. Imra, did you want to do something that was not rope related? Um, I'm just going to stand here with Anderdite kind of keeping an eye out just in case okay. anything sneaks up. In fact, I would like to do a perception check to see if there's anything... Again, abnormally, abnormally creepy happening mm -hmm. around here. Um, and that's a uh, 16. All right. You peer around. You know, things seem relatively quiet and safe here. Uh, you do notice uh, there are a lot of, um, there's some, there are paw prints in the mud outside the, uh, the mansion. It seems like they might be wolf, but very large wolf related. And there's a lot of them coming and going on top of each other. I think... I want to get my longbow out and just kind of casually knock an arrow just in case something happens. Like, I don't like it here. I don't trust it. I want to be okay. ready. Elevor takes a small vial out of his um, cloak and walks out to where the wolf tracks are mm -hmm. and drip, drip, drips along the wood uh, or along the uh, wood wards are hard they are I, tell me about it and he walked inside and just sort of smiles smugly now all of you don't hear this but dungeon master what hi. i've just poured hi what i've just poured on the wolf tracks is bear urine and so my thought is that the bear is more scary than a wolf and so the bear, the wolves will smell the bear urine and they won't want to go around it. And it is canonical that I was friends with a bear, so I could definitely ask it for its urine. Right, important question. Up. How do we scare away the bears? How, <laughs> my question, how do you treat your friends? Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, you know what? First off, I'm going to allow this because I don't want to continue this line of questioning. And this is, <laughs> this is my approach to dungeon mastering. But I don't think canonically you ever asked that bear for its urine. <laughs> 
Look, that was behind the scenes. Oh, it was implied. Thank, thank we goodness. grew friendship. <laughs> yes. We also it's implied had... that you swap urine. That's <laughs> what friendship means. Micah, Micah, you went California fast. <laughs> <laughs> we had several days of travel before we uh, before we ended up in Barovia. So it's mm-hmm. possible that that very same bear could have stumbled across us. And during that time, the bear and Elevore had a little sit down and i don't want to think about it you know what God, I, I thought, thought that lena had a dark past <laughs> i i thought i was in charge here and i do not know how to get us beyond barrier well, so I here just, we are I, no i'm pausing everybody here because <laughs> this in in our world in our human world hunters carry urine all the time like that's a thing. that's not the part that we're yeah. disputing <laughs> yeah yeah no michael we're with you there they buy bear urine at like a walmart they don't yeah. borrow bear urine from a friend who's they're from the source there's no wall are, are you talking I, uh, about artisanal small batch bear urine artisanal free range bear pee i had a chance to ask the bear about this and the bear said mm, that's pretty weird <laughs> Look, I wouldn't say it wasn't weirded out by it, but it happened. You know, I mean, you are a druid, so <laughs> I'll allow it. Thank you. Um, all right. That sounds right. Um, so, my, uh, Elvar, it does occur to you, uh, you are a druid, and you were <laughs> interacting with those bear- the, with those wolf tracks. Those wolf tracks were pretty large. Uh, in fact, you think some of them might be dire wolves, and I don't totally know what the hierarchy is between dire wolf and non-dire bear like i know dire bear beats dire wolf and i know bear beats bear beats wolf bear beats wolf but doesn't dire bear beats dire wolf but dire wolf versus bear somebody roll nature dire wolf wolf versus bear is the next straight to tv movie on (laughs) sci-fi yeah Mm, 21 Okay, look up the challenge rating. <laughs> yeah, the, all right, yeah, Micah, I literally don't know. This is on you to tell me which of those is scarier. Oh, great. Now I've got something. Let's see. You're welcome. Bear. Mark. All right, a bear, cave bear, brown bear, black bear, polar bear. I think it was a cave bear. You met him in a cave. Damn. Right. Canonical? <laughs> Sounds fair. Dire wolf cave is bear. challenge one. Challenge has two. Mm, bear wins. Oh. Huh? Yes! Nice Cave Bear urine beats Dire Wolf Paul! I mean, I'll just say uh, asterisk. Dire, uh, dire Wolf it loses to, you know, if there's only one Dire Wolf, it loses to a bear. How many? Wolves, so, Dan, Dan, conversion rate? How many Dire, dire Wolves to one bear do we? Is a, oh, is a, presumably two tactics? because of challenge ratings, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that, so. is that canonical? One challenge? We had two, one challenge rating, it beats a two challenge rating? This yeah. is really important. Let's definitely spend more time on this. Yeah, let's. This is all gold. This is all wolf, wolf bear math. This is te- actually. You know what? This is better than that urine situation. I will say, so, wolf, wolf yeah. bear math was the character I almost played. <laughs> <laughs> I was told there'd be no math. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, you've inspected the wolf tracks. You have interacted with them. Um, <laughs> people are preparing the trebois. Um, <laughs> to carry the body of the former Burgermeister. Um, Ismark is kind of collapsed in a corner. It looks like he's snoring loudly. Um, Arena is just kind of watching everything that's going on and is, you know, trying to help as much as she can, but is mainly observing. Uh, Imra, you are basically kind of on guard. Um, Lena, anything that you want to do in particular? Um. I- Irina, surely you and your brother will want to come with us so that you can pray over your father's body. 
Surely. Um, did he leave any documents about how he wished to be buried or perhaps a treasured journal he would like to have with him? Uh, I do not think so, but uh, uh, the, the, the priest will see to these things. Okay. I, Crucible pipes up. I would be happy to perform a rite over your father's body once we reach the cemetery. It would be my privilege as a priest of Onatar. I would appreciate that, and I think he would too. Uh, it is our people's custom to conduct burials at uh, at, at, at first dawn. Uh, the, uh, the 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 deity that my people uh, worship it's the uh, the morning lord, and is it is believed that is when uh, when he is strongest is at first light. That is when my father's spirit will be safe and pass on. Is our belief? All right. Well, perhaps we want to. Uh load this device up let's do it all right uh you load the body of the former burgermeister into the trebois <laughs> yes <laughs> yes we do <laughs> on to <laughs> the trevor <laughs> there's not even an r in it <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call it when elevore turns into a trevois <laughs> <laughs> And so you start the slow procession uh, through town. Is is some creature pulling the trebois? If Pony. only we had Pony. Spurious here to play some, some funeral dirge. Indeed you don't. And it is, in fact, uh, very quiet in your procession as you're kind of shuffling, you know, through the mud. I assume that you just want to take the straight shot. You don't want to take the scenic route. No, yeah, thank absolutely. you. No. But Lena is keeping a very close eye out for... Uh, the way that the other townspeople are reacting and any unusual uh, reactions or strong reactions from mm -hmm. particular people. There is no sign of the townspeople. Uh, you know, like the windows, like the, the shutters on the windows are like closing yeah. as you get within sign. You, nobody's on the street. Everything is empty. No one wants anything uh, to do with you. Um, and so uh, you start heading uh, north. Uh, I will say you make it about halfway up the block toward the center of town uh, when you pass a, a, a house uh, that sounds like there is someone wailing inside the house. I don't care about anybody crying anywhere. I just want to get this body where it needs is, to go. Is this the house I was trapped in not too long ago? No. It's another house. Uh, Dungeons so and Dragons! There's more so than one house. Weird. <laughs> So Irina is here here with us, right? Uh, yeah, Irina and Ismark are there with you. Who lives in that house? Um, are you asking Ismark or are you asking Irina? You might. I'm asking Irina. <laughs> <laughs> Please assume that I am always at all times ignoring Ismark. Well played. Uh, excuse me. Well played. <laughs> Crucible is keeping um, Ismark occupied. Mm -hmm. He has infinite patience. He taught it, him tic-tac-toe. <laughs> yes. Um, Irina uh, says, uh, there's, a, there's, there's a woman there. Uh, they call her Mad Mary. She's been doing that for a while. Oh. Well, situation normal. We can proceed. All right. And so you proceed uh, north to the town square, leaving the uh, wailing uh, house on behind. Target. Nice yep. try, Dungeon Master. Find out why she's wailing. 
Um, all right. People as you do get, that here. It happens. As you get to the uh, the uh, town center, uh, you notice something unusual. Uh, this is the first foot traffic uh, you have seen in um, uh, in Barovia, little Barovia. Um, there is a kind of an elderly woman, uh, and she's pushing kind of a little cart on wheels, and uh, she has stopped it in front of a uh, in front of a house and is knocking on the door. That's about you know. It's several houses down uh, the intersection, and it's not the way you need to go. She's that American. lady, I ask, Arena. Uh, I do not know. I don't think she lives here. I'm sorry, what? Doesn't live uh, in Little Barovia or Big Barovia? Little Barovia. Gotcha. Everybody lives in Big Barovia or dies. Is she in our way? No, she's totally not in your way. Don't mess with it. Don't touch okay. it. That's my, uh, that's my vote. I, she's right. selling ice cream. No, 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 Bruldish. Since when were you Cru- into ice cream? Crucible will make a quick perception check. Yep. Ni- 19. 19. Crucible. Um, the woman does seem to be pushing a little cart of the kind that you might sell uh, confections out of. Oh, God. Um, ha. Ha. <laughs> ha. Do not eat it. Um, and she's she's on the front steps of a house and is knocked on the door and she's holding up. It, it looks like one of the uh, the Barovians is peeking out. The door is cracked a little bit and she's holding up a uh, a bag. Um, unclear what's in the bag. It looks like it's um it's kind Baker. of uh, no. It looks like it's probably got uh, some kind of you know it's like a, a pastry bag. It's a little greasy uh, probably because whatever is inside of it is cooked with a lot of butter. Um, and they seem to be discussing a price. Elevor has seen Spirited Away. He knows better than to eat the foods here. All right. Elevor wants, <laughs> wants to keep going. Elevor's yeah, we are hauling a three-day-old corpse, so <laughs> yep. I feel like our appetite probably not at the highest level. That's true. Yep. All right. Now, we only have so much food with us. Eventually, we're going to have to eat something. Yeah, but I not that something. Fun fact. I don't have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's neat, Crucible. That is pretty fun. How do you that's stay alive? I am self-sustaining. Wait, you eat yourself? No, I am I am powered by my own energy, my own internal. Oh my god, you're one of those little desk toys with a bird and it just cons- it just goes up and down all by itself. I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds very interesting. I'll have to tell you about that as well sometime. <laughs> and so you proceed slightly northwest, uh, past the center of town toward the uh, the church on the edge of town. And all the tricksy demons along the way. <laughs> hey, they'll still be there. Um, <laughs> so the uh, the church is on a slight rise. Um, it's it's kind of uh, built directly in the shadow of the uh, the cliffs uh, that supports the big castle that looms over the village of Barovia. Um, and the the church is is kind of this sagging gray edifice of stone. It's got wooden roofs. Uh, and it is obviously kind of weathered some some rough times. Uh, the bell tower is pretty crooked. Um, there is some kind of flickering lights from candles in some of the windows. Um, but like the roof just looks like it is not in great condition. Um, but there is um, kind of an, an, an old elderly man in priest vestments uh, waiting at the door, uh, trying to look about as welcoming as someone in Barovia can. Let me see if this works when I show it to players show to everyone this is father donovich so he's a little you know he definitely old man hair is thinning looks like he is probably has not slept much in the last ever um 
but you know, he's doing his best. Could I make Hail a- priest, we may bring a poor soul in need of your tending. Yes, I've I've been expecting you. Please, please bring him in. Can I make a quick religion check to see if I know anything about this particular priest or yeah. what he serves? That would be a eleven. Um, I will say that you have no um no I also knowledge. Tried and I got a five. Yeah, I would say that I neither of you um have any knowledge of what kind of priest this is. Uh and like specifically it does not seem to um uh line up with uh religions or faiths or deities that you are familiar with. Um the church has a bunch of kind of you know I think they're generic enough that you would be able to recognize the idea of like sun iconography. Um but it is not of a specific, and you know, there's a variety of, of deities co- connected to sun and light and 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 dawn and, and uh, daybreak and whatnot. Uh, but you do not recognize uh, the icons here as uh, connected to any sp- specific deities that you might be familiar with, given you're relatively, uh, I don't know, both of you have kind of religious schooling slash upbringing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is most fascinating. I'm intrigued to learn more about this deity. Please, yeah. please come in. Uh, so he dragging. Um, <laughs> yes, Crucible is not carrying his his side of the uh, uh, trebois. Um, yeah, at so, this point, maybe uh, like, does it look like it would make sense for Pony to drag it all the way in, or should we be carrying it from this point? I think you should probably carry it from this okay. point into the church. Right. Yeah, then we will unhook it from the trebois, and I say, Pony, wait over here, and I just point. Do you see a map that looks like the outside of a church? I see stairs. <laughs> With some tokens, but not all of your tokens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, hmm? Oh, I, I just don't have a uh, an art icon. Yeah, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not sure why that is. It probably had to do with what was loaded into your character sheet when I did that. Yeah. I uh, also can't click on any of them, so I hope that's okay. Uh, that is... I can click on mine, but that's it. Try. Here's what I'm going to suggest. If you have your character in Roll20... Try dragging your character onto the page, onto the screen. Wow. And you should have a version of your character that you can move around. Um, we need an Elevore character real quick. Got it. Um, Let me see if I can fix that image issue. Uh, Mike, I'm just going to find a druid character for you. Works for me. The first thing that popped up was Centaur Druid, and I'm like, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> there we go. We got two doggies. That's 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 a bonus. One of them represents ponies in the large. Uh, Micah, can you see if you can move that token around? I can. Let me move that uh, back. Yep. All right. So, uh, and, you know, um, Ismark and Arena are with you as well, though they are pretty, you know, they're somewhat contemplative and quiet as they are uh, escorting the the body of their father into uh, a church. So, uh, Father Donovich uh, shows you uh, into the church. And, uh, you know, the church is um, not in the best of shape. Um... Yeah, it's not great. Uh, a lot of holes in the ceiling. The furniture is, uh, well, it's in shambles. 
Um, but he kind of shows you down a narrow hallway that leads to the main um, hall of the church. Um, and there's kind of a space uh, with an altar where he suggests that you uh, you leave the coffin holy there. Holy, it's a mess in here. Um, yeah, it's uh, the the whole place is kind of smells moldy and not great. Um, the uh, the chapel is uh, it's in shambles. It's everything is overturned. The pews are kind of broken into pieces. Uh, candles are knocked over. Um, it's just it's not it's it's not in a good look and. Brother Donovich is kind of uh, apologetic and says, I'm sorry, it's been been a while since we've been able to assemble the flock for a proper service. Or assemble the pews. These have been trying times in Barovia. I'm sure you understand. I don't actually. Why have they been trying times? I'm new here. Um, sometimes are more trying than others. This is one of the trying times. I, I, I turn to Elevore and say, I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. yeah. Can I ask you, Father uh, uh, bong, Bongovich? Uh, so what's Don, it? Donovich, my son. So, sorry, say again. Donovich. Dom, Dom, Dumblebit. Dumbledick. <laughs> Dumbledick. <laughs> oh, man. We're on, on tape delay here. Hold on. <laughs> That was an accident. That's <laughs> what happens it. when you make fun of people's names. I wasn't making fun. We're doing it live. I, it has been canon that he is very bad at pronouncing names. Mm-hmm. He got Spurious's name wrong a lot. He got Father Dongle Ditch, D-I-T-C-H, wrong as well. Yes. yes Dono Vitch. Yes, Father. Um, yes. Uh, yes, my son. Can you give me a little? So, yeah, what you, these times are more trying than other, but what does that mean? What was what makes these times trying? The, uh, the he he kind of draws you aside just as like you know so he can chat with you without Ismark and Arena being right there and he says their family has been tested but under great stre- stresses for for some time now and it has not been good and the people of Barovia if they are not of Little Barovia of course uh, if they are not united behind a strong leader. Uh-huh they are quick to fall into despair. And it is understandable that, uh, you know, Irina and Ismark, their father, he, he did what he could, but uh, unfortunately he is no longer with us. So the troubles of this family have resulted in the troubles of this city. Yes. And do you care to tell me about the troubles of this family? Why is, why is, why it is best we... not to speak of the devil in this most sacred place. Oh, I see. There's a crash of lightning. So that's why nobody's telling us anything because if you talk about it, it summons, potentially summons the- mm-hmm. In many right. cultures, speaking of a thing, it incurs some sort of power. Perhaps they believe it so in this place. Oh, it's like if you say if you say Beetlejuice three times. <laughs> Wait. Or he who shall not be named. <laughs> this is a church, sir. I am a cleric. How fortunate. It, it is good to see another being of the cloth. Speaking of which, are we going to be here a little while for this whole like burial thing? I think they said like we were going to wait through the night. Was that the deal? Prayers. It is customary for... Uh, for for those to stay with with the body and to watch over it uh, for the for the night, and uh, 
and we will bury it at uh, at first light. I've I've already seen that a grave has been prepared. If we have some time, I would like to spend uh, about an hour and ten minutes um, doing the ceremony spell as a ritual, which I can do. Uh, one of Dan, this this character is a real party animal. <laughs> <laughs> Does it involve dancing? Who's getting married? <laughs> yeah. No one's getting married. Dan, if you marry another person in my campaigns. So. <laughs> I was not involved in that. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to do a funeral rite, which mm-hmm. allows yeah. me to touch one corpse, and for the next seven days, the target can't become undead by any means short of a wish spell. Okay. Ooh. That I'm sounds... You know that. what? That is going to be super convenient in this adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Cleric, baby. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're you're getting the vibe. Yeah, uh, Dan, just checking. How often can you do that? Uh, it's a ritual, so I can do it basically whenever. It just takes like seventy minutes. Okay, so there's Guess and what? I can do it too if I prepare it. Well, that's I was going to ask who's going to do it on Dan if Dan dies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, when? Um, I mean, stop. constructs becoming undead is that even a thing? Oh, that would be I, scary. I'll find a way. Nature finds a way. Um, so, uh, you know, uh. Elevar's chatting with uh, Father Donovich, who actually seems kind of like to welcome some company, uh, though he is, you know, trying to be a little cautious about what he can chat about in this uh, in this space. Um, Irina and uh, and and Ismark are kind of watching over their father and arranging the flowers in his coffin, and you know maybe they're ask- occasionally asking for help to get it like just right on by the altar and whatnot, and clearing a little bit of space around it so that you know he's not just sitting in a pile of wreckage from broken pews. Uh, anyone else want to do anything particular in the um, the coffin? Uh, not in the coffin, in the church. Uh, it, it seems like the <laughs> implication here is that uh, he is asking that people uh, uh, stay and watch over the body uh, overnight um, until the uh, the dawn at which it'll be buried. Um, Father Donovich is an old man. He's not planning to stay up all night. Well, Brill, one of Brilgis's personality trait is that I just want everybody to be my friend. So I'm going to sit down next to Lena and say, so hi, Lena, what do you like to do? I don't understand the question. You don't do anything for fun? Uh, th- those who remain idle and not wary uh, soon meet a bitter end in these lambs. Uh, Jane, Lena gains inspiration. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So your idea of fun is being idle. My idea of fun is killing orcs. Oh, maybe we do have something in common. (laughs) (laughs) uh, If you if you seek uh, uh, if you seek quarries to um, keep you stimulated, well, these slings will provide much in, in those ways. There, I... there are dark forces and, and evils around every corner. Wow. It sounds like I may have come to the right place. I would love someday to stand next to you in battle and see you use those amazing swords. Well, you can, you can only hope that it's during the day. The ones that come by night are the ones you truly must fear. Ooh, I'm learning Ooh. so much. And lightning crash again. <laughs> lightning crash, lightning crash. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to continue standing back here, mm-hmm. <laughs> paying attention. All right, you're you're watch keeping it. a watch over the whole room. Uh, you know, it is. I, I you know, though uh, the lands of Barovia are unsettling and miserable. Uh, it does seem. I mean, the safest they are is during the daytime, which it is still. You still got an hour or two more of that. Um, so it does, and you are in a church. You know, 
this might be the safest place you could be. Do you think in the time that Elavor has been talking to the priest, he will have learned like his religion? Because that's what I was going to ask. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me uh, just make sure I get the terminology correct on this. This is the part where I flip through the book in front of me and look at stuff. Uh, so, uh, yes. Uh, so Brother Donovich is happy to chat with you about uh, the Borovians and the nature of faith. Um, yes. Uh, w- what was your name again? Elavor. Oh, uh, it is a pleasure to have you here uh, in our house of worship. Uh, let me tell you. I apologize for my uh, misunderstanding of your name earlier. It's 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 a, it's very okay. It's I understand. We we must forgive each other here in Barovia. It's a hard land, but the people they, they are hard people too. But sometimes we must be soft. The the people of Barovia. I know you are you are a traveler. You do not know our ways. Uh, there there are two forces that we believe watch over over the lands and over our people: uh, the Morning Lord and Mother Night. Um, the Morning Lord uh, watches over the people and the lands from from sunrise until sundown. But the uh, they say the sun used to shine much brighter before the fog, before the mists, and that you could truly gaze upon the face of the Morning Lord in the before times. But these days, the Morning Lord, some Barovians, they've given up faith. They believe she does not answer their prayers. Um, the presence of Mother Night is from uh, dusk until dawn, um, but the prayers to her, they, they, some people, they, they say they go unanswered. Um, the people of Barovia, as you can see, they are not, not a lot of believers here. That not not many of the people of the town come here. Um, it is it is hard to get them to believe in anything. Hmm. They believe, they believe in the devil. They believe they are all they are all doomed to die at the hands of him and his servants. They they believe that they have they have transgressed, and for that their lives will be brief and miserable. And uh, you know, I, I I teach a different way that, that we must find we must find the light that we can in these in these dark times, and it is there that we find the works of the Morning Lord. Okay, finding the light in the Morning Lord. So, but I I, I, I caution you this: do do not know, go near that castle castle on the cliffs. That is that is where that is his, the seat of his power. Oh, that's stay, where. Stay. Do not do not do not wander there. That is where the devil lives. He spits on the ground. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you're on the lookout for the morning Lord, but nobody's looking for mother night anymore. Um, well, th- th- this is, this is a temple to the morning Lord. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Understood. Well, thank you, father. I appreciate you um, explaining your beliefs and I, I believe that uh, all of us here will respect those beliefs and, um, you know, learning a little bit more about Barovia and everything that you're dealing with here is helpful. So we appreciate it. It is, it is a good thing that you do here for, for Ismark and Arena. They have, they have been through so much. And can I ask you something? He aside a little bit further and he, he looks like he's ready to whisper something to you. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I don't want to interrupt. You know, this is, I, they do not talk about this very much, but I, I tell you this because perhaps your, your time here is in Little Barovia is, is brief, but Irina Kolyana, uh, she is not the, the natural born daughter 
of, of the Burgermeister of, of Kolyana Indirovich. Uh, the, the Burgermeister, he, he found her when she was a small girl. She had been, she had been lost on the edge of the woods and he, he brought her into the town and raised her as, as, as her own. And, but she does not have to stay here in little Barovia. And I think if she does stay here, she will not live long. Please encourage her to, 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 to leave Barovia, little Barovia and go anywhere else. And it's somewhere far, far, far from the shadow of that wretched castle high above us, somewhere further from, from his reach. Have you encouraged her to leave before? How does she respond? Well, I mean, she would not leave her father, and now she's not sure what to do with her, about her brother. And I, uh, Ismark, he, he is still wrestling with his role as, I mean, he must become the new burgermeister. The people of Barovia, little Barovia, they need a leader to look to. They need someone strong. Ismark is not strong now, but he could be. He could find a way. But Irina, she does not need to stay here. She could, she could go somewhere else, somewhere better. So can I ask you, how do you deal with his mark? Like what's, what, can you teach me a little bit about patience here? Cause he's not always like this. His father died and he has been drinking very heavily. So normally he would have made a good burgermeister. It's the alcohol. I, it's too right? hard to say. He is very young. Ah, how old are these two? Uh, I would say that they both look like they're in their early twenties. Okay. You know, by Barovian standards, middle-aged. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, father. Um, if, if, if you think of anything else that could help us help them, I hope you'd let us know because genuinely we are here to, to do our best and to, to help out. No, it is, it is a good thing that you do, you do here. Uh, let me just share with you because I realized I had not done it. Uh, da, da, da. This is Irina Kolyana. Whoa, she's got a sword. And this is Ismark. <laughs> the a little, little on the nose there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's that's them. So you've got mm. a little bit more since. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Elevar, anything else you want to chat with um, Father Donovich about? And in other people, you yeah. have plenty of things to do. You've you've got hours to kill. If there's any rituals you want to do or things you want to learn from each other or from Irina or Ismark, uh, Father Donovich is, you know, he is starting to look, uh, you know, he's an old man. He's getting tired. It looks like he might be uh, heading toward uh, bedtime somewhere sometime soon for him. I'm going to sharpen my... Fading a little bit. I'm going to sharpen my axe. I guess maybe I'll sharpen both of my axes, but specifically my sacred axe. Yes. You may notice Broldish has two axes strapped across her back. A one sharpened looks, one and a dull one. One of them looks way nicer than the other one, but the one that she pays the most attention to is the crappy old battered one. Mm -hmm. I think Elevor would just say one last question for you, Father. I can tell that you are waning and, and I want you to get your rest, but there's lots of, of talk of, of evil evil in the night and how do you protect yourself how how does the does i sleep the, here in a church oh that, this is the extent of your protection it's hollowed ground okay thank you you thank will you. be safe here just do not do not wander from this this chamber he says gesturing to the main chapel all right i don't have anything else for him F father where, where do you stay are you able to get there safely Yes, my, my, my quarters are just off the, the hallway here. I have ah. a small room. 
Good. Can we walk you there? Uh, sure. And he holds out his arm because he's 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 an old man. Crystal oh. gladly takes his arm and walks him down the hall. Okay. Uh, let's see. He walks you to it's uh right next to uh this area here. So it's just off the main. Good. Uh, Elevore didn't walk yeah, in because he yeah. didn't that bed. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's not an abandoned bed, Elevore. There, I just want you to know this is this this adventure includes some urban exploration. You're gonna see plenty of beds that have owners. I and, can just see Elevore's fingers are going like this. Yeah, like, oh God. Do a, we'll do a members special about Elevore and his trip to the IKEA showroom. <laughs> won't give me strength. Uh, so, uh, Crucible, you 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 help uh, uh, Father Donovich uh, to his quarters. He's got a tiny. Uh, shabby little room just off the uh, the main chapel. Um, it's very simple, and and there's just you know there's a very basic uh, bed, um, straw mattress, and there's kind of a, a wooden uh, holy symbol in a kind of a sun shape uh, mounted over the bed. And he looks like he's uh, he's prepared to 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 turn in, go to sleep there. He's got a little table with a candle on it that he he blows out. Have a pleasant rest, Father. I assure you, we will remain vigilant and see that no harm comes to yes. the former Burgermeister. You have Please my word. Please do not stray from the main chapel, for your safety, of course. Of course. Thank you for your advice. Good night. Good. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, cru- cru- crucible, uh, it sounds like he uh, he locked the door um, after you left. You hear a clicking noise. So, so pretty much as soon as the old man is in bed, Lena starts investigating the other doorways to that hallway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Imra, are you helping? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Do you want to? Do you and do you and Lena want to chat about this, or do you, do you just give a knowing glance and start and start I, looking I at think, them? Yeah, I, I don't think we need words. I think Crucible, we're just I, Crucible does one of these. Like he puts up his finger and just like. <laughs> Superstition will not help you here. Only information will help you. All right. So Elevore um, does give all that information to everyone that he knows. Okay. He's not going to keep that to himself. Sure. And, you know, you may want to have, uh, you know, uh, Ismark and Arena are there. Though, you know, they honestly look like they're pretty exhausted. It's probably, they have probably not had a great last couple of days. And I mean, Ismark is barely conscious, uh, and Arena looks like she might drift off to sleep, just uh, s- sitting kind of in a pew next to uh, her father's coffin at any moment. Crucible will encourage them both. Please feel free to rest. I assure you, we will keep watch. Uh, Crucible, do you not require rest? Uh, I do, um, but I can be essentially. I go into like a uh, a state where I am still able to see and hear everything that's around me. Oh, nice. Uh, I wonder if anyone will trust you. Um, so, um, Imra, let's start with you. There are four doors on this little hallway. Um, mm-hmm. there, well, I guess there's the fifth door that leads outside. And you saw Father Donovich uh, be led to one of them. So you you know what's behind that door. Uh, where do you want to go next? I want to go to the, just across the hall from um, our father friend. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, so there is an unlocked wooden door there. You want to just peek in? Yep. All right. <laughs> Let me reveal part of the map for you there. All right, you peek in there. It looks like this is an office. Uh, there's an old desk and a chair, um, a wooden holy symbol mounted above them in a kind of a sunburst. Um, it looks like there's a 10-foot-long iron tap uh, pole uh, on the on one wall that looks like probably at one point it held a tapestry, but there's no longer a tapestry there. Um, 
there's some wooden cabinets with uh, tall doors on them uh, on the far wall across from you. Okay, I'm going to step in the room and roll a perception check. Okay. You leaving the door open behind you or closing? I'll leave the, yeah, I'll leave the door open. All right. Um, and Androdite is staying in the hall. All right. Lena, are you going to look at another door? Yep. So Just, I uh, will look at the one. token where, where you might be? Yep. So let's go here. Okay. So you and, and Imra went in similar. You're going on the mm-hmm. other door on the eastern side of this hallway. Yep. Okay. Let me stick with Imra for a second, and then I'll come back to you. So, uh, Imra, you have stepped into this uh, old office. What do you want to do? Uh, roll perception to, like, any papers that might look interesting or anything that looks like it's out of place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, did you roll perception? Uh, yeah, it's uh, 21. Okay. You know, it really just looks like an office. Uh, it looks like it doesn't get a ton of use, but it looks uh, pretty inconspicuous. Uh, just poking around. Um, you know, there's there's blank paper and uh, quill and ink uh, on the on the desk. Uh, there's some books piled up on the cabinet that look like they're all religious in nature. They've got names like Hymns to the Dawn um, and, you know, uh, Things like that that look like they are related to, related to the uh, to the morning lord um, doesn't look like anything else super exciting. There is a uh, wooden box sitting on the ch- the uh, chair in front of the desk. I open the box. Uh, you open the box. The box is empty. There's kind of a slot cut into the top of it. it looks like it might be a place to collect money. It is empty. Okay, um, I will exit the room. All right. Meanwhile, at another door very nearby, uh, Lena, you are looking at a door. Okay. Dungeons and Dragons. There are doors. Is it locked? Uh, Let me just remind myself if this door is locked or not. Why is it taking him so long to look that up? That song. Hello, future editor. Probably me. Uh, the door is not locked. Okay. Can I just quietly peep that bad boy open? All right. Quietly, like you're going to do a stealth check or just, just quietly? Uh, quietly? I'll, I'll do a stealth check. All right. 21. All right. You quietly peek inside. This room is unlit. It is dark. It is also in real poor condition. Uh, the room smells uh, very moldy. Uh, it looks like there's some visible holes in the ceiling of the church here, ah. which have let in water and moisture. Uh, so there's like actual puddles of water, just standing water on the floor of this room. There are, um, you know, pieces of the roof that have come in. Um, the uh, the most uh, conspicuous thing you noticed is uh, there is right in the center of the room, um, there is a, actually, I guess it's in the corner. Right in the corner of the room uh, is a rather conspicuous uh, wooden trap door. You see it; it's in kind of the southeast corner of the uh, um, of the chamber. Um, I make a note of that and close the door. Okay. Can at this point, I think Elvor made really good friends with Father Dumbledore, and would not want Windwalker. To, <laughs> would feel very weird about everybody going through all this stuff. Brolage so, is a purposefully like just oblivious. She's just praying. Yeah. 
Yep. I just don't like that we're like creeping through this guy's church. It's like we sent him off to bed so we could creep through the church, and that feels weird for Elavor. Um, the church belongs to the people, Elavor. The church belongs <laughs> to the people, but not us people. I just like to point out, I- canonically, no lawyers in Barovia. Let me ask. <laughs> I, so basically, Elavor is just going to say, what is it that we're looking for in this church? We're, we're staying here overnight. We need to understand what resources are available to us. And also, he was being mighty cagey about the legends of this land. Perhaps if he can't speak it out loud, he has written it in a book or as some sort of engravings. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. And Emmer, can I ask you what you found in, in uh, the room you went into? Nothing. Did you find a donation box? <laughs> well, that's awfully specific. <laughs> Nothing. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. okay. Um, <laughs> well, I think, okay. Being that everybody else would have gone into the rooms, I think Elevore will like peek in the rooms that have already been looked into. Uh, basically, Elevore just wants to leave a silver piece in the donation box. Okay. You know, you could, you could leave it on the altar too. That would be, you know. Oh, okay. I'll do that instead. Then. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll mark that. There, okay. there is a trap door in that room, but the room is flooded, so probably not especially useful. And it's smelly. Yeah. Yes. Um, I want to check out this last room. All right. So I'm going to just quietly open the door. Non-stealthily. Okay. Non-stealthily, but quietly. I uh, block the view from Elevore. Just. Yeah, I mean, you know. So he doesn't feel bad. Yeah, Maybe he, uh, Crucible is chatting with him. Go out the window. So you're <laughs> a druid. That must be really interesting. <laughs> what would you like to know? I would love to know more about your faith and how you commune with nature. Well, it involves, and we cut back to the other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Imra, you peek into this room. Uh, this room seems to be another uh, little bedroom. Uh, it's particularly kind of stark and barren. There's a uh, little bed um, with a straw mattress in the center. Everything here is covered in a pretty thick layer of dust. There's another kind of uh, symbol of a star, a sunburst uh, carved out of wood mounted over the bed. Um, does not really seem like there's anything here in terms of like personal effects or whatnot. I want to go in and look under the mattress just to because I know about the other trapdoor. Mm-hmm. Sure, I don't want. I just, I just want to, Aline. Let's just, let's just pause for a second here. This is a game in a horrible land where a house tried to murder you. Yep. You want to go in and look, look under, under the bed. bed. Yeah. All right. Proceed. <laughs> So I'm gonna look under the bed. I'm leaving again. Let me just check. Uh, just a few questions. Yeah. Uh, can I hold your character sheet for a second? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so you're gonna go into the room. Androidite's staying in the hallway. I'm going into All the right. room. I'm leaving the door open. I'm carefully lifting the bed. I'm not here to destroy the room. Mm-hmm. I'm just checking things out. You're just, you're just tilting the bed. You're not I'm flipping. I'm tilting it. the bed. I'll even I'll even put it back nicely if I survive. Yeah. All right. There is a thick carpet of dust under that bed and but nothing else okay so i'm gonna leave the room then living dust carefully rearranging things yes you put the dust back where you found it you make your way back out into the hallway you safely close the door behind you elevore goes did i hear somebody rummaging with a bed (laughs) he would know that sound it would be like spidey senses Mm. 
made sense. It must be um, Father Donovich. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he probably rolled over. You're right. Yeah, yeah. it does. And at that moment, uh, Father Donovich is snoring quite loudly. Uh, somebody get him a CPAP. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. So, uh, Ismark and Arena have basically just passed out from exhaustion uh, at this point and are kind of curled up uh, on the floor of this, you know, ruined chapel, uh, you know, near uh, their father's uh, um, uh, body. Uh, Crucible, um, you have, uh, you've performed that ritual on him at this point, mm-hmm. um, which should, you know, provide extra security and, and, and rest for him. Uh, so that you're prepared uh, to uh, to bury him in the morning. Uh, it seems like the sun is setting, and the sun sets fast here in Barovia uh, because of how overcast it is. Anything else you wish to do to prepare for the night? Because the night is coming. Can we barricade the door? Uh, the door to the the ma- to the uh, outside. To yeah. the yeah, there is uh, this. It, you know. Here in Barovia, there are certain precautions one must take. All the windows are pretty narrow, uh, and the main door to the church has a, it's set up so that you can bar the door. It's got a big- You know, this place is already pretty much messed up. Maybe I should just bring Pony inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Please don't leave Pony outside. All right. Also, how is the lighting in this place? Is it, is there, are there torches? There are there are sconces that could have that have candles in them, and probably some of the candles have been knocked over, and you can set them up, and so you can you can have dim light if you go around and light all the candles. Okay, uh, I okay. will do that, and um, I, while I am doing that, I will just use my light cantrip so I can see well enough to do all this. Okay, so the the sun is setting. You might munch on some some rations as you yeah. enjoy your first meal together as an adventuring party, your first dinner here in Barovia. And just as you're feeling like maybe things are going to be okay, the screaming nope. starts. No, wait, excuse me, the who? The screaming starts. Somewhere in Matt the carry again. Somewhere, no, it's, th- this is different. It's screaming. <laughs> it's not the first screaming you've heard in Barovia. It's not going to be the last. Something in the church is screaming and wailing. In, in the, the church? church? Sounds like it. Sounds nearby. Like in this room that we're standing in? Unclear. You you Such hear you hear Such it it check. sounds it just sounds like Does it sound like it's oh, coming no! from the Does it sound like it's coming from the trap door? Uh roll perception. I got twenty. I got a seven. Uh that 18. is fourteen. Uh 14, you, uh, seven, you hear screaming. 14, you think the screaming is coming from inside the, uh, the church. Uh, Micah, you got a 20? Yeah. You are pretty confident it is coming from beneath your feet. I mean, like, below you, not, like, literally under your feet. <laughs> God. <laughs> I jump in the air. I, I'm trying to be very specific about the type of horror I'm creating it's here. Underneath it's my a shoe. very squeaky floorboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just screaming. hold on. Look, when I step on this. <laughs> <laughs> As you do that, it's clear that it is not that the screaming and wailing continues. Some of it is kind of intelligible. Some of it sounds like words. You can make out someone going, ah, I'm starving. Father, why did you leave me here? Let me out. Let me out. And the kind of the sound of something bumping against walls. Okay, Father, what have you done? I am going to 
uh, heavily recommend that we push a desk on top of the trap door. But don't you think we should go down and help? It sounds like somebody's in trouble. I do I'm not. Starving. Uh, can, can, I, can I roll an insight don't. on this screaming? Yes. <laughs> I will join you in that. <laughs> How insightful. Uh, that is a crit. <laughs> that is a 28. I mean, and I rolled a 25. So we wow. kind of exchange a look. Very insightful. I mean, do we think would... this is just a cool dude? <laughs> <laughs> is uh jane where Seems are you from legit. Uh, <laughs> lena where are you from barovia uh, i mean it sounds cr- i mean it sounds sincere it sounds like somebody is in yeah. great pain or suffering They're it does hungry. not sound like a trap it does sound like it's in the structure that you're in um yeah, I'm not. Oh, are there other things you'd like to know with an insight that I can help you out with? It, it, I mean, it does not sound like someone acting. It's it like, sounds like... human. Yeah, it sounds human. It does not sound like a wolf. I think we should help. Teach there one. appears to be a soul in I distress. Bear pee. But it is a soul that only begins to scream when the sun sets. That's, that's... I agree. Most peculiar, but perhaps. Up. Uh, how does the father sleep through this? First of all, that would be my first yeah, question. Yeah, um, maybe we should knock on the door and uh, and ask the father about this. I think uh-huh. Elivor should, since he bonded so well with Father Donovich. Yeah. So if you can imagine me, like ding, 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 just like sneaking up, and and I go to the door, ding, 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 creak it open. Uh, his door is locked. Oh shoot. Okay, then I, Father, Father. He's he's, he's snoring pretty loudly in there. Does and anyone then... have knock? Just... <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, well, use it on that trap door. And then I shout, Father! Uh, you hear the creaking of a bed. Like, do, do straw beds creak? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the frame might. Yeah, you, the frame I'm might. There's, there's footsteps and uh, the, the sound of a, a key uh, clicking in a lock. And Father Donovich is oh, there. Me... He's holding a candle. He's got like a nightcap on. And he says, yes, my son, what is it? Hey, pal, I don't want to alarm you, but you have someone screaming under your floors. It's just the wind, my son. Go, ba- go back to sleep. Or- uh, hey, no heed. These, no, 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 these no, are troubled no. times. I'm going to need you to come out here. It is, it is, it is best not to dwell on these things. Okay, I have to go. I'm going to grab his arm. Okay, he, he, he comes willingly into the hallway with you. Okay, and I'm The gonna- screaming is continuing. So you hear that? I, I don't, my hearing's not so good in my old age. I don't like this. <laughs> I'm going to roll an insight now. Yes. Uh, 16. He seems to be a little evasive. <laughs> <laughs> Understatement. <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll. Do not dwell on it, my, my, my son. You have, we have all had a trying day. Try and get what rest you can. It will be better in the morning. I, I would this, like to this try I to persuade you. him to be honest with me. Okay. So I will say what I'm going to say. Roll and then, tell, and then let's tell me what it sounds like. So that's... Uh, f- you can adjust your performance based on the roll if you want. Okay, I got, I got 15. Um, so here's what I'll say. Uh, so here's the deal. There's definitely 
there's definitely someone screaming beneath the floorboards. And the way that I know that is because I've looked at everyone in this room except for you, and they're all saying there's someone screaming underneath the floorboards. So you're the only one in the room who's saying it's just the wind. And Father, I really felt like we sort of bonded earlier. We were very honest with each other, very open with each other. And so I'm going to need, you know, there's this thing I just learned that your streets go both ways, like trust does. It's and true. So- all the streets in Little Barovia go both ways. <laughs> right. And so how about a little bit of trust back and forth here, pal, because, you know, I, I I said we were here to help and we really do want to help. And that's going to include any people you're trying to hide who you just say are the wind, but are totally not the wind because there's definitely someone underneath the floor right now who's mm-hmm. screaming and I'm running out of breath, but it's very important for me to sort of, you know, we're having like a, a this is a moment here. And, and Elevore takes his fingers and points them at his eyes and points them at father's eyes. And I'm like, I'm looking you dead in the face. And Father, I believe that you believe in truth and you believe in shining light on darkness and you believe in shining light on lies. And so tell me to my face that there's not someone under the floor screaming right now. Um, why don't you uh, Why don't you roll again, Micah? Because I'm going to say you have advantage. So take the higher of those two Ooh, yeah. rolls. Because that was while the, this is happening, Lena is walking love. by with a huge thing of wood to go and barricade the door. <laughs> uh, Lena, just to specify which door are you barricading the uh, the, the one to the trap door. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that time I got 19. All right. Uh, so if you're if you're willing, Father Donovich is actually going to kind of pull you into this side room here, away from your friends. Done. Okay. So you step into this room. Androdite's going to go, I'm going to have her go kind of stand. Sure. Okay. And he says, I, this, I, I tell you in confidence, you cannot, you cannot speak a word of this to the townspeople. Um, Deal. This is, he he kind of gestures to the the little quiet, empty room that you're, you're sitting in. Um, This was my son's room. So, so that bed isn't being used. (laughs) No. Timing people. Um, he is. He he he. Uh, he was misled. He uh, an, an an adventurer came to town. A, a a brave noble person, such as yourself, and he he filled the people of the town with with such hopes. And he led he led a group of them up the mountain, up the cliffs, to the castle to confront to confront the devil strad and somebody write that down we got a name i'm on it my son was the only one who came back but what came back was not my son oh, and no. so i keep him it is it is for his safety that i must keep him in the in the basement if if the if the people if the people of the town knew what he was knew what i had done we would not be safe. And in the background, the screaming continues. Feed me! I'm starving! Let me out! Sounds like he's really hungry. We we cannot feed him what he needs. Oh no. What does he need? He is... A very specific. Sorry. I am evoking Sorry. a very specific Sorry. gothic aesthetic here. Sorry, you are fired. <laughs> oh man, you think, fellow dungeon master, you can count on, but we're no, the worst. Dan, we're the worst. Dan Morin is the worst human being alive. Uh, slash robot. Um, so no. Um, sorry, Elevore. I do not know. I I hope that the, the that the light will return to him someday, but it has been more than a year. 
Keeping him in the dark surely isn't going to bring the light to him. He will not go into the light. It burns him. Hmm. It, uh, it, it burns him? It burns him. Like so a fire. He, how come he's not screaming during the day? How come he's only screaming at night? He sleeps during the day. It seems like there is some peace in him then. It is then that I have hope for him. Oh, man. This is tough. And you've tried feeding him different things? and He will not take whatever I offer him. I'm so sorry you have to sleep with your son screaming beneath you. These are hard times in Burma. Pretty well. I did hear you snoring earlier while this was going on. I assume you, you just have to get used to it after a while. You've got such such patience and some sort of ability to compartmentalize. I'd love to learn those things from you. I try. And I guess- The screaming continues. Pats him, pats him on the shoulder. And then he says, I need to tell my companions. I understand. But please, just if you can make sure that the people do not find out. If you can spare Ismark and Arena some of the details, I, I do not ask you to lie. Just it is the safety of it is my own safety and and my, my of my only child that you hold in your hands. I completely understand, and as far as I know, they're asleep right now anyway. So we're just gonna have a little Hudsley do outside and uh, have a little uh, convo, and I'll let them all know minus Arena and Bismarck key, and uh, we'll just chat. And everything will be, uh, you know, sort of, this is the thing. The only way that we can help you with everything is if we're all sort of open and honest with each other. So I'm going to tell you, you know, when I was a kid, I had a pet frog and I accidentally left that pet frog outside in the sunlight for too long with not enough water. And that pet frog actually died. And it's like, well, my biggest shame in life. I think Uh, my situation is a little different. Certainly a little different, (laughs) certainly a little worse, but I just wanted you to know that sort of, I trust you enough to tell you about that shame of mine. Um, So, you know, we're just, again, two-way streets in Barovia. You get the idea. I appreciate your words, my son. These... Barovia can be a dark land. I hope I hope your time here is as painless as it can be. Thank you. Uh, and then Elevore goes back out and, and sort of <laughs> like makes eyes at everybody like, you need to hear this. Father yeah. Donovich is just going to stay, stay in this room kind of praying at the side of this bed. Gotcha. And then I fill everybody in quietly so that the people whose names I always forget don't hear us. Irina uh-huh. and... They're, they're, they're out of it, so... Um, you have some time. The screaming continues. Father Donovich, it, you can hear the kind of mumbled sound of him praying in the, in the bedroom at the end of the hall. The screaming does not stop, but the night continues on. It seems like, could things possibly get any worse? Could things get any stranger? Could things get any more miserable, any more unexpected in Barovia? Surely not. Surely not is what you think. As the as the, the the grounds behind this church, the cemetery of the people of Barovia, begins to glow with fierce intensity of a green, pulsing light. How are things going to get worse for them? Exactly, like how are all these people going to die? Because this this place is gloomy, right? Everyone, that's not just me. Just you guys, gloomy a little bit. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. 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 Why did we even agree to play this adventure? Who has left Tony in charge of this? It's all Dan's fault again is what I'm saying. I'm going to answer that one right now. Dan. Dan. Will we let Tony continue to ever play again? For answers to just that question, just a question such as that, tune in next time to Total Party Kill. That is a wrap 
for our live stream. Live stream listeners, if you are still listening, let us tell you what the deal is. Thank you for listening. Uh, This was our first session of this new adventure. Uh, We're doing things a little bit differently here where these sessions are going to be recorded more regularly, more consistent, and also kind of in more smaller bite-sized chunks. So you are probably uh, watching this one on YouTube or listening to the bootleg stream on The Incomparable. If you want to listen or watch uh, future uh, episodes of this adventure, uh, they will be available to members only at The Incomparable. So you can go to The Incomparable and look for the members uh, rules for uh, signing up as a member and pledging to- Comparable.com slash members. Erica is a thousand times more professional than I am. Thank you, Erica. Uh, Incomparable.com slash members. Check it out and you'll see information there about how to follow along. If you want to join us on a regular basis, we will be playing again in two weeks. If you had a calendar, I believe that that is the 17th of September at this same time, which is a different time, depending on what time zone you are in. This is something I learned recently. I can't Um, do the the math is left for for each of you to figure out, but we will be playing again uh, another two hours and do if you enjoy what we're doing, please sign up or maybe you've already signed up. Thank you very much. Uh, Your uh, your money helps support the incomparable and support our various podcasting endeavors. Also, there might be another very special episode with Elevor and a new NPC next time. Yes. Uh, thank you all for uh, for listening and all for playing. Dan, I think you can shut it down. Signing off. Good night. Bye. Bye. If you guys can hang out for a bit, I could just I just want to ask some quick questions.